Hello, world, and welcome back to the Morning Geekdom Podcast. As always, I am your host, Anthony Matulin, and today I am joined by Beth, Greg, and Rob. On today's podcast, we discuss the best of the decade TV edition. For those of you who are new to the podcast, the Morning Geekdom is a place where friends congregate to discuss all things pop culture. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get started. All right, before we start, Beth is back. Yay. Big news, Beth is engaged. Woo! Congratulations, Beth. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Just want to say congratulations. That's big news for you. Thank you. You're not going to be the crazy cat lady anymore? No. <laughs> is that, yep. Can you keep that captured. moniker? Like, can you stay the crazy cat lady and be married? I think so. Yeah. Mm. I'm still a crazy cat lady. Just, it's just off the got market. Hitched. Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. Some, some, uh, some listeners have thought maybe, you know what? Never mind. We're not going to. I'm not going to say what? that right now. <laughs> when are you going to say it? I'll say it off air. Nice. Okay. That's scary. I've just got maybe a couple questions that maybe Beth should be dating somebody on the podcast. Ooh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Scandalous. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. I mean, there's, huh. only, there's only a few single guys on the podcast. So. There are two. <laughs> there are two. It's so. <laughs> exactly two. <laughs> and it's the one that lives on the East Coast, right? Uh, we'll talk about it after we're uh, done recording. <laughs> Shout out to Jared. <laughs> Rob, how you doing, He's buddy? A handsome man. I'm great. Super Purple shirt. Great. What? Purple you shirt. You get teased for that shirt? I, you know, I, I I get a lot of grief for this shirt. I actually really <laughs> like this shirt. It's like it's a mixture of like purple and blue, but everyone just like, why are you wearing a purple shirt? And it's like, it's not. It's purple and blue. I really like this shirt. Is it Talk fair to say on Easter you are set for clothes? I have lots of pastels. <laughs> Between salmon shorts and the purple shirt. Oh, and yeah. the blue hoodie. And yes. Oh, yeah. I got did I t- it's the uh, what's that kind of greenish color? It's not it's like it's not sorbet. Anyway. Seafoam sea green? It's like seafoam green, exactly. Mm-hmm. So instead of the pink shirt uh, shorts this year, I have the seafoam green shorts. They're gonna look great. Are you kidding? Come on. Okay, so I'm going to circle back to that in a second, but I, how, Greg, how you doing, bud? I'm doing awesome. Awesome. Doing All awesome. Right. <laughs> Rob, so I just want to, I just want to uh, clue anybody listening, the, like two people that listen, into our conversation on Discord. You said something, I can't remember what you said, and my response was, hey, did you book your trip to Comic-Con yet? Your response was, it would help... Getting you out here if I flew to New York to meet your wife. Correct. Shout out, shout out to Heidi. I Always. know she doesn't listen, but you know, know just, just positive thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I said it would be difficult for me to leave my six-month-old yeah. currently, to which you said, I have to have that same conversation with my 15-year-old, so you should be able to have it with your six-month-old. You want to expand on that a little bit? Well, actually, yeah, because the difficult conversation I needed to have was with my wife first, so technically sure. what I was talking about at that moment was I'm going to talk to my wife, and then you talk to your kid. <laughs> so I can talk to my wife about getting out there for one of the events, but mm-hmm. uh, in the meantime, you know, you have that difficult conversation with your kid. Sit her I mean, down, explain life to her, be like, listen, something that daddy has to do. And before we start kind of going down the road of a six-month-old, We've known each other at this point easily, what, 12 years? I will say at least a decade. So it's like, it's not like within the six months of this kid's birth <laughs> yeah, that you. you haven't made it out here. Just I know. saying. <laughs> I know. Hey, Rob, what? why don't, here's an idea. Okay. Let's 
<laughs> let's scrap Comic-Con, let's scrap Celebration, Ooh. and let's come out in November for my wedding and we can all hang out at my wedding. <laughs> and you can officiate. Ice. I mean, is can it I fair officiate? to say that Comic-Con's probably going to be a better time? Oh, <laughs> True. I would agree with that. <laughs> why, why are you not getting married at Comic-Con? That is a great idea. I didn't what even a great think idea. That. I mean, I'm, I got to imagine they that they have something where they're like some website or some like, you know, some event is like, hey, get married at Comic-Con and we'll pay for everything. And we just have to act like you're really into Star Wars. And you're like, cool, <laughs> no problem. No problem. <laughs> Beth, you look like a fucking shadow over there. Why is it so dark? I, I know it face. keeps getting dark and then like the lighting adjusts. No, it's definitely just get... dark. I, there's a lot of weird <laughs> angles because <laughs> Greg is the camera up and it's like I'm looking at Ming the Merciless, but if he was like landing airplanes. <laughs> well, the sheer size of Greg's headphones are, are fucking throwing me off. He's got these little kid orange headphones. It's just, I'm not sure what's going on. Does Sam know you have his headphones? Oh, absolutely. He comes yeah, in my room going, be... oh, there's my headphones. <laughs> They got to be stretched out. <laughs> I feel a little bit bad if you fan ever use them. Gives you like a halo over your head as well. It's almost like you got like little spinners. There you go. Anyway. Everybody, nobody cares about this. I know, but it's <laughs> funny. Make sure we're in. Everyone's like, what the fuck? All right. All right. All right. Come so on. we Serious did business. the, a uh, couple weeks back, we did the, the best of the decade uh, movie yeah. style. Yep. Uh, Everybody positive, um, a lot of positive feedback on it. People enjoyed it. Thanks. A ton of downloads. So I thought, hey, we get requests all the time. I know Greg specifically wants to talk about TV often. We don't really have, you know, a good idea of how to do that on a regular basis with the exception of like the pop culture news. Um, so we thought, hey, let's, let's do a best of the decade TV edition. So the only guidelines I really gave you guys were um, the individual... If we're going to talk about a show specifically, it has to be a show that aired within that decade, right? Yeah. But if they were like, you're just your favorite episode, it can be any show that was just currently airing during that decade, but could have started before the decade or favorite character from a show that had started in 2008, but had gone to, I don't know, 2018 per se. That makes any sense. Everybody gets that, right? Mm -hmm. Well, here's my question. I I knew uh, you'd have a question because it was th there are I got two on the list that I could I could easily throw away and I could replace with something but I'm fairly passionate about but mm -hmm. the issue is that their first year was 2009 but 90% of it happened in the 2010s it does not count throw it out uh, yeah because all my I could have had a lot of different answers if we were gonna give little little like exceptions so <laughs> again the only thing is if there's an episode from that show that you love or you know there's a question about a character those are all applicable but not the actual show I have another question nice <laughs> okay so when it comes to the character Okay, so the sh if the, the show was on, say, from, like, 2003 to, like, 2012, but that character left the show before 2010, <laughs> the ca they can't be on there? I didn't think of that, but I would say no. <laughs> okay, I didn't put them because I assumed that it would be no, but okay, just wanted to make sure. I'm I interested in who that is, so when we get to that question, I would like to hear, you know, hey, maybe this was a, a runner-up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Greg, I know you get it because you haven't I asked any questions. Yeah. <laughs> no questions. Right. I'm just looking for clarification. <laughs> All right. So 
Usually we would go alphabetical, but Beth said, I don't want to be first. <laughs> so Beth is not going to be first. I feel like you're pretty nervous on this one. I am, just because, you know, I watch stupid shit on TV. So nice. I mean, this is, not, this is not about what is most critically acclaimed. This is I what know. you enjoy. I know. So when 90% of my answers are Vikings, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we ready? Yeah. All right. So we're going to go Rob, Greg, and Beth. Nice. And then if anybody cares to hear mine, I will go last. <laughs> I don't have to go, though. What? what why? You're going. I'm, I'm just going. saying. Why wouldn't you? What, 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 what is what, that? What, what? <laughs> Did you get your Comic-Con ticket yet? No, I didn't get my celebration ticket either yet. Son of a bitch. Oh, Ooh, celebration man. might be sold out. Dude. Yeah, it might be. Ooh, oh. that would work in our favor because then he can really need to come for Comic-Con. How the fuck are we going to go to celebration without Rob? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shout out to Tyler. He was like, you want to go? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I bought your ticket. Okay. Ooh. Aw. Done. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he's, I don't know. Did Jared buy a ticket yet? I don't know. I, I think see. Jared's waiting for you. Nice. Jared, yeah. He's doing whatever you're doing. Oh, come on, Jared. Everybody else has tickets but you, bud. I'm just the worst ever. The worst. I mean, we could stretch it into Saturday going to Disneyland, too. I can't go to Disneyland without... I would have to bring the whole family. We would have to work something mm. out with that. What are these rules you live your life by? <laughs> these are rules. <laughs> there are rules. Who's going to know? I'll know. Remember the last Jesus time I was out Christ. there, I was like, I cannot, like, we walked to the gate of Disney World, and I wouldn't go beyond the bars, because I was just like, I'm not allowed in without my kids. Like, so we walked to the gate about. of Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was there with That's you. Fine. Right. That's fine. Right. I don't even, I'm not going to unpack that on the podcast. All right. <laughs> All right. So, Rob, yes. the first question I have yes. is, what caught you by surprise in TV this decade? Love it. Okay. Good or bad? Good. I got one for good. I got one for bad. Perfect. You don't have I to, but... Screw. I didn't I want to screw up. I figured overwork is better than underwork, so I didn't <laughs> want to get yelled at. <laughs> because I knew I was going to get yelled at for asking about the 2009 thing, so like I'm good. So here we go. I mean, I mean okay. All right, so... <laughs> Anthony didn't even answer all the questions. You can't get mad at us. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right, so... I'm riffing, Beth. I'm riffing. <laughs> So the I'm really unqualified to even be on this particular podcast, I'm just saying, because I don't watch TV that much, so I have a very finite amount, and I find sure. this out just as I was like kind of like looking into it a little bit. I was like, I haven't seen half this shit, so just take everything with like a grain of salt. And okay. then the other thing is I don't see things for like years after they're done, That's so okay. I'm going to hit you with some shit that I'm like recently watching. I'm like, this is good shit. You should be watching this. And you're going to hit me with, you're like, oh, that was a good. So just, I'm just laying it out. Did it happen in 2009? <laughs> no. Everything I'm giving you is 2010 and better. You're good. Here we go. All right. So what caught me by surprise, which caught no one else by surprise, but it caught me by surprise because everyone had told me to watch it and I just wasn't watching it and it's not Vikings. <laughs> It is Peaky Blinders. Okay. So this was a show that for years I've had friends be like, oh, you should watch the show. And I'm just like, what is it? It's like the English Mafia. I'm like, all right, I'm good. And then for some reason, a couple of weeks ago, I picked up on it just for like a goof. I don't know if I was just looking for a show or what. And I am deep into Peaky Blinders right now. So that really became one of these, like, I really didn't expect to like it. I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting what I got. 
So I'm very, okay. very happy with the show. I mean, as the seasons go on, things do kind of like change formulaically. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm up to the last season that I can watch and I'm very much enjoying it. So Peaky Blinders is right. my pick on that one. To be fair, it's what, four episodes a season? It is six episodes, hour-long episodes, so it's like, okay. it is a Rob Leonard commitment for that. <laughs> Ooh, it's a big commitment. <laughs> the other thing you... is, I have to watch it with subtitles, and it's like, you would think, <laughs> they're speaking English, they've spawned the language, I should be able to understand it, but I just can't do it. So it started off as, like, I'm really, like, super focused on it, so I have this face as I'm watching it, and Heidi's like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I don't understand what they're saying. So luckily my kids are loud, <laughs> so I put on subtitles anyway. So I'll tell you what, it brought it to another level because I was just like, oh, I totally get it now. So anyway, so subtitles I mean, on Peaky Blinders. We have a British, we have a, a UK resident on the podcast now. You could just call Damien up and ask uh, him like, hey, what is, what is this? Hey, he translate all of this stuff. Speak <laughs> yeah, along man. with it, please. All, all right, right, so you got a bad, you said. I do have a bad. Th- this one breaks my heart. Um, because I was super excited about it when it was coming out because I was a huge fan of the um, the series when it first, not first aired, I was watching it more in college. But I was so excited for the Twin Peaks kind of like, not reboot, mm. but like sequel on Showtime there a couple of years ago. And it was, I mean, it is um, David Lynch 101 as far as, as its kind of surrealist tone. But shit, okay. man, that was like, ugh, that was painful to watch. So unfortunately, I was so excited about it when I saw it. It was just like, I, it, was one, it was an episode one moment. It was like, how could this possibly be bad? And then it was. So it wasn't bad. It just wasn't for me. <laughs> how could it be bad? And then it's bad. Yeah, it just, it wasn't, it, it wasn't for me. It was not what I was expecting. And yeah, so that was a bummer for me. So that's my, uh, my good and my bad. All right, Greg? All right. Um, so my good uh, w- tended to be shows that, I mean, I've, I'm always like looking into shows, so nothing like really surprised me as a as in a new show. But like, I'll usually watch everything and go into some shows like not expecting much. And so the ones that were good are the ones that I went into, kind of going, okay, well, let's see what this is, and then totally caught me off guard. And that was okay. um, Mister In Between, which is a show on FX. It's an Australian show that FX picked up that's about a hitman. Um, Russian Doll, which is on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is like, kind of like a, um, with Natasha Leone, um, right. where she keeps reliving the same like day over and over again. Um, and then uh, Halt and Catch Fire, which was on AMC with Lee Never Pace. heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent show. Um, okay. The bad uh, was, my comment was more like, you know, following up on Lost, which was like a big concept network TV show. I found that like every big concept network TV show since then in the the 2010s was awful. Like the event under the dome, Terra Nova, like all those things were just. Oh, Terra Nova. Yeah, just bad. <laughs> Beth and I were just talking about Terra Nova the other day with another group of people, and I forgot that show existed. Yeah. <laughs> no idea. All right. So you're, you're, you're lumping a whole like, subgenre of TV yeah. together as bad. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like Loss set the kind of standard for those big concept shows in, in the you know, 2000s, and then everything that followed it in 2010s was 
not good. You don't have to watch them. No, for sure. But I like <laughs> those kind of shows get me a little bit excited. So I go into them like, come on, go somewhere. And then they never do. <laughs> and then they're on NBC and you're like, they all yeah. suck. Yes, absolutely. Fair enough. <laughs> Beth? Well, um, do you, you can't possibly have a bad. Absolutely not. I was just going to say, so I don't have a bad because clearly I like everything. Okay. <laughs> um, the one that I picked that caught me by surprise, uh, good, would be Game of Thrones. Come on. Because, no, because I've like clearly specified how I do not like that type of show. I didn't want to watch it. Okay. But when everybody in I America know. is telling you to watch the show, how can you possibly be surprised? Because I just for sure thought I was not going to like it and not mm. get into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> and you watched Game of Thrones how quickly? <laughs> oh, my God. In like a few weeks. You watch, You started watching the first episode of season one like the couple days before the premiere of season eight, correct? Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. finished, you watched the finale of the show live. Yes. <laughs> so you watched the whole show in eight weeks. Oh, yes. That's a lot of that's a lot of TV. That's a lot of a lot. that's a lot of dicks and boobs, man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? No, that's the only one I had. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my good my good was glow. Oh yeah. Every you know, I had heard that it was was good. I didn't know anybody who watched it specifically that I would have, you know, I would um trust their opinion. And then my wife was watching it, and I just happened to, uh, yeah, but you watch everything, Greg. I know. Um, my wife was watching it, <laughs> I think, when season three had premiered. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch a little bit of it. And I started watching, like, season three and enjoyed it so much, I went back and watched from the start myself. Very good, funny, uh, well-written. I just really enjoy it. And then the show that I can't understand why it's so popular is Orange is the New Black. Huh. Yep. It's- Yeah pretty terrible to me i think the characters are all pretty indefensible like i don't like any of the characters and it's the same same like shtick every episode it's just not for me i don't get it and it's been on what it's like the sixth season right now or something like that it's like eight yeah yeah i don't get it i don't get it at all like why are they still in jail (laughs) (laughs) i don't get it so yeah not for me all right rob yeah this is a tough one the best network yeah of the decade because this is the this is the decade that network TV kind of died, right? Yeah, yeah, but I think there's, I mean, I think there's, there's one that's still hanging on there. So, um, yep. Hold on, before before you answer, Yeesh. are we can? So, are we only talking about your standard cable networks? Are we talking about, you know, like FX and like TNT? Like, what are we talking about? I thought we were across the the board. Anything that is televised, like so, non streaming. Non-pay? Are we talking Amazon? Are we talking about like HBO as well? But yeah, well, my best network is HBO, so, <laughs> so we're we're gonna be talking about HBO. <laughs> okay, I didn't I didn't think HBO. So, I thought anything you had to pay additional money for was not. I I wouldn't include that. But Rob wow. is HBO, so let's hear it, Rob. Um. So when when I look at the movies that I watch, not the, uh, excuse me, when I look at the TV shows that I watch, um, you know it. it what it seems to funnel down to is, I, and again, it's it's a very odd thing to kind of think ten years ago. So that's why I kind of like these topics because it kind of force you're too much living in the now. It's it's like hard to like really harp back um, to all that time. But I got to tell you, 
the the one thing that I watch consistently, like I throw it on, this always seems to be like a show that I'm into or something that is quality that's on there. It, it is HBO. And it's always kind of been that way. If I had to give you a runner up um, okay. as far as a network show goes, and again, I can't really back this up better than just a handful of shows that I watch on it, but I think it's consistently quality. Like if it's coming out on that thing, I think they only disappointed me once or twice. Um, is NBC if we're going to like kind of do a mm. television network. So my my knee jerk answer is HBO to this day. You know, that's the, f- when we talk about like cutting cable, even though I know I could just get HBO like now or whatever the hell it is. My argument to my wife <laughs> is always, well, I got to watch HBO because that's where all my shit's on. So I'm going to go HBO. Not a network. Then I'm going to go NBC. <laughs> <laughs> Greg? Bring it home for me. Uh, my best <laughs> network is FX. Whoa. Okay. Which I consider network because it's not paid extra. But I think like FX this this you know this decade has had Fargo, American Horror Story, so Sunny, Legion, Atlanta, Snowfall, What We Do in the Shadows, Mister In Between, The Americans, Justified, Sons of Anarchy. I mean, it's like a really solid stack of. Um, Shows that they are all original in concept. Okay, great answer. I dig it. Yeah, I mean, when you say it like that, there's a lot of good shows. They also had The Simpsons for a long time, right? Yeah, the Simpsons were yeah. playing constantly, which I know are not this decade, but that's still The Simpsons. So. Yeah. Okay, Beth. I have. I went with. Well, I have two that are. I pretty much watch mostly. Most of my shows on, um, I have ABC and NBC because I watch most shows on those two networks. Okay, <laughs> I'm so interested <laughs> to listen. I, I, I am dying. How to is know the what WB on. not on this? Not the WB. Uh, yeah. That's CW. not a network. Oh. That's in another category. <laughs> okay, good. I'm dying to know what you watch on ABC besides Grey's Anatomy and The Bachelor. Oh, those man. are literally the two I have listed. Grace, what Bachelor, else is there in life? Bachelor in Paradise. But then there was Scandal. There's How to Get Away with Murder. Same show. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Um, okay. And then NBC, I watch like The Voice, um, Superstore, The Good Place, Good Girls. Like That's more recent stuff that I've started watching Okay. on NBC. But yeah, just I find myself watching those networks more than any others. I thought NBC would be your choice for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mine would also be, I, I, I wasn't going to pick FX because I didn't know how we were going to classify this, but it would be FX as well for the same reason Greg said. Uh, they just have a lot of original content more than, um, <laughs> more than you know, Grey's Anatomy having like four spinoffs or Chicago Fire mm-hmm. having like Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Justified, oh, Chicago you know, Unified School District, like all those same things over and over again. Um, so I think, again, they have a lot of original um, content, especially with, uh, you know, something uh, like Atlanta, which is one of my favorites. So I would go with FX. Doesn't FX also have the true crime story shows that they do, like the Versace they did, and the oh. OJ uh, ones? They yeah. did the OJ one, yeah. Okay. And they yeah. did Versace as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So this, I think this is going to be, much better than Best Network. So Best Streaming Service. This one's a little tougher for me. Mr. Leonard, does HBO count as a streaming service in your mind? No, I, I imagine <laughs> it does, but that is not my answer on this. It does, so there. It does not. It does, it does not. 
It does not. It airs it on TV. Not, I mean, it is. But <laughs> my streaming service, my one of choice, even though everyone's going to think it's Disney Plus, it totally isn't Disney Plus. But I'm telling you what, Disney Plus is getting a lot of airtime on my TVs. Um, <laughs> it's it uh, it's got to be Netflix. It's of course it's Netflix. Um, okay. As far as like the again the TV shows that I watch and the way that I watch them, you know, it's it seems to be the one that is kind of picking up more. I I, I made a play for Amazon because I feel like that's like the most improved. Do we do we do about most improved? This. Okay, thank no, God. we do not. So I think Amazon <laughs> is the most improved over the years. But the the okay. sad fact of the matter is, there's only one show I really kind of watch on Amazon religiously. That's that Jack Ryan show. But all of that great content that happens to be on there, I'm just not watching it. But <clears throat> between, and I know you can count it like documentaries. If we're going to look at documentaries, then more movies than they are TV shows, correct? I mean, it's it's an ongoing TV show, right? It's episodic. If it's episodic, then I can live with it as a TV mm-hmm. show. Okay. So th- yeah. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm just like, asking what the else questions. is it? No, what else is ass. it? So I'm going with Netflix. <laughs> Did you just say kiss my ass? I did. <laughs> I'm just curious on how what you would consider if it's episodic, can they be movies? No. Then what else would it Unless be? Unless they're Star Wars movies, those are episodic. Uh, uh. Of course he has to bring up Star Wars. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Greg, go ahead. Uh, I have to agree on Netflix. I mean- they're like the ones that reinvented the game, you know, when with House of Cards first coming out and just kind of exploding from there. I mean, yes, they probably are the biggest, uh, um, you know, offender of also producing shows that aren't great because they're trying sure. to hit such like, you know, far reaches of, you know, slim portions of demographics that but their solid shows are, you know, there's just so much on there now and so much good content. Okay, I'm going to give you my thoughts after Beth is done about Netflix, but go ahead, Beth. So after hearing their answers, I have a question about this question. Are we picking the best streaming service based on original content? Because then my answer changes if that's the case. Best best streaming service. Interpret it however you would like. Nice. Okay, I said Hulu, and I put not so much for the original content, but for like the instant access to current TV, you know, if you don't have cable or you weren't able to record a show, you can watch it the next day. So I think Hulu's like... <laughs> Are okay. we laughing at Rob or yes. me? I'm laughing at Rob <laughs> opening the fridge and all you hear is ching, ching, Clanking. ching, ching, ching. Uh, that's, I, I did not think it was that loud. God forbid he hits the little mute button that's literally oh on the front God. of his mic. Beth, I'm sorry. I try to do these things the moments I that I'm not really secure about my answer, in everything you're saying. But these uh, fucks have to bring up that I'm moving. <laughs> no, no. Well, we, everyone can hear you. Everybody can hear oh, it. It turns out. Yeah. I apologize for that. <laughs> Sorry, you literally everybody. have a red button on the front of your microphone. I know. I hit see it. And it it's says right, mute. It's there. That's muted. Now it is. Now it isn't. Okay. okay. I got it. <laughs> so your your interpretation on the question, Beth, is Hulu yeah. because of the instant access of like current TV. Yeah. Okay. I didn't look at it that way. I, that mm-hmm. makes sense, though. All right. Cool. Um, I, I have a question though about so so Rob and Greg picked Netflix. I understand why you would say Netflix, and they have some good content, but then they put out a lot of bad, bad, bad content, like the Good Luck Chuck whatever show that was that Beth hey. watched. 
That show's going to come up later. You zip it. Okay. Gone too soon. I'm telling it's already happening. So why is Netflix really the best streaming service? Because their hit rate is like really small. True. But I mean, I guess the way I look at it is like, you know, in its heyday when I really like, you know, NBC or whatever, it's because they had three or four shows that I really liked. You know, I didn't really care what was com- playing in the middle of the day, you know, when I wasn't watching. And I kind of sure. the, think the same way as far as the stuff that they're producing that isn't for me. It's just, well, that show's not for me. So I'm just going to like, you know, push it off to the side and just focus on the shows I'm more interested in. What right. is your favorite show on Netflix? Favorite show on Netflix is probably Ozark and Narcos okay. and Narcos Mexico. Rob? Stranger Things, like 100%. Mm. <laughs> <You> <laughs> no, I'm just that's gonna come up in one of mine uh one of my categories later. That's the answer for me. Gotcha. Um okay, for me it's I thought Netflix as well, um, but I'm gonna go with Amazon just because of Fleabag, Jack Ryan, and Miss Maisel. Like those are all really good shows. Fleabag is like the most popular, most critically acclaimed show right now in the world. And prior to that it was Miss Maisel. Like that won a bunch of Emmys, a bunch of Golden Globes. So I'm going to say they, they don't put out the same quantity, but I think their quality is higher at times than Netflix. And I think yeah. that's the key right there because Netflix puts out a ton of shit and sure. 80% of it gets buried and you'll never even hear of it. But it's the fact that there is so much that eventually something's got to stick. I think that's the, the business mindset of Netflix. Yeah. And if I was going to go, if I was going to think... The, uh, the same mindset that Beth was about just their content, it's probably Disney Plus, which sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because like... Yeah, that was my runner up. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just, it's a lot of shit. Yeah. Sheer volume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. True. Uh, network that changed the most during this decade. Bobby? I mean, it's... I, and I'm... It's... I, I hate to... All right. HBO. No. <laughs> because I'm not allowed to use HBO anymore. <laughs> you know what's funny? Because I, I, no, because I put Amazon because I didn't realize it said network channel. So let's just kind of forget that I put that on there. Sure. So here's what I'm going to give you from my last 10 years of like what really kind of shit the bed for me on TV is the sci-fi channel which at some points had some interesting shows on it and was developing beyond Battlestar Galactica. Um, And it just doesn't seem to be kind of doing anything whatsoever right now. Um, Rob, I would love to know what... (laughs) What show, like, where Sci-Fi Network was, like... They were on the right track. They were coming up with good stuff. They were coming up with, like, interesting stuff-ish. Like? Like? Hang on, Emily. Google. <laughs> so they have. I mean, Ma- the Magicians is on that network, which is wildly popular, but it's a and trash that blows show. my mind because as I'm watching that show, or like at least look at little bits of it, it looks like shit. Uh, um, Winona Earp is on that network, which is another popular show. Van Helsing. Do you see a common theme here? Van Helsing is on that network. Um, a show <laughs> called Krypton, I think, is going into like its third or fourth season. Literally at Comic Con, those people could walk by me. Mm-mm. Yeah, I got no idea. <laughs> but again, there is a certain group of people that watch the shit out of those shows. So, like, the yeah, people that watch the nerds. Green Arrows. Well, they can be fucking nerds, <laughs> but at least they're watching the shows. You know who watches... You know what I watch on sci-fi? What Harry Potter. Oh, because that's who owns <laughs> Harry Potter right now. 
Yeah. <laughs> you don't watch Stargate Atlantis? <laughs> Warehouse oh 13? God. So. The, the Warehouse 13, that was like. I'm making shit up. So no. long ago. Yeah. I'm taking the L on this one because I misinterpreted the question. So you can just move on to the next guy. Greg's wife <laughs> loves Warehouse 13. Mm-hmm. True story. Excellent. True story. <laughs> See, All right, Greg. I'm giving you good shit. Look, uh. Rob was out here in like left field. Let's let's focus. Let's what focus. do we got? All right. So mine, the network that changed the for the worst for me was AMC. And that's because at the beginning of the decade, it was so strong. I mean, it had sure. the the beginning seasons of Walking Dead, Mad Men, Breaking Bad. Um, I don't know if anyone else watched this, but I watched Hell on Wheels and The Killing. Um, oh, The Killing. Yeah. And, you know, with the exception of Better Call Saul, now everything else has kind of like gone away or they're kind of beating The Walking Dead to death, literally. And... Uh, it's just not as innovative as of a network as it once was. Okay, fair enough. I mean, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to come back from having maybe the best show of all time at the True. beginning, like f- finishing up at the beginning of the decade, and then what are you going to go into, right? And then Walking Dead is a juggernaut, but it's terrible. But I feel like they're not even trying. Like everything is either like okay, let's do a spinoff of Walking Dead, or let's do a spinoff of Breaking Bad. Not, I mean, I like Better Call Saul, but it's not, you know, it's not Breaking Bad. Yeah. And they, ha- they weren't rolling the dice and trying something new. It also only comes out every two years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Beth. All CW. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so my answer is, once I, okay, that was initially my initial reaction. I was like, oh, it's a CW for sure. I watch Zero on that network anymore. I used to watch the shit out of that network. And then I started thinking like, Cause you know, it's all like superhero stuff now. And then I was like, maybe the network didn't change that much. Like I maybe just outgrew it, but I'm still going to blame the network. That's an interesting way to think of it. I don't know. Like did the yeah, network definitely like, change? It still is the teen fun, teen dramas and stuff like that. And like, yeah, I, there's a lot more superhero stuff now than there used to be, but maybe I just, I mean, what was yeah. superhero before Smallville? Yeah. Yeah. Smallville. Yeah, that that was, was like it. Mm-hmm. And now they've changed to like the network that has all like when mm-hmm. when Supergirl came out on CBS, you're like, this is going to move to the CW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. OK. Interesting. You still watch the shit out of it. Don't lie. <laughs> no, like the I have not watched that network. And I don't. I mean, I watched like Riverdale on Netflix, like the first season. And then I didn't even keep up with it. Like that's because Luke Perry the second died. season. Yeah, that is. That was the only reason I watched it. <laughs> Rob, she watches the shit out of CW Network. No, I hope I... so. That's my vision. I can't... Comes out, the frog <laughs> is dancing. Like, that's... <laughs> that was Rob... when it was the WB, Rob. Same thing. CWWB, it's the same shit. <gasps> Rob, what is your kid's favorite network, or do they watch network TV? Oh, they watch network TV. So Haley is... It's NBC because she's watching the shit out of Good Place and Parks and Rec. Um, and then Owen is, I mean, he's a Nickelodeon kid, so it's just, it's watching the trash that's on that thing. But so, I okay, mean, so that's Haley's, really kind of where they're focused. But is Haley, she's not watching The Good Place live, she's watching it on Netflix. Yeah, she's actually watching it on Hulu, but it's an NBC, like what, she, okay. that she as a 14 year old girl does not watch anything live. Everything is streamed, everything's on Netflix okay. or Hulu. That's what I assume. Yeah. Okay. All right. So. I didn't have an answer to this, but I as we're talking, oh, thanks, buddy. As yeah. we're talking, that the 
what came to mind was History Channel because I didn't know History Channel yes. existed before 2010. <laughs> and now there's two shows that I watch, Vikings and Project Blue Book. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say History Channel. Excellent. Change for the good. From zero to 100. I mean, is there anything else on that show? Or the Presidents. <laughs> the Presidents is really good. It is the how it's made of the History Channel. Is it episodic or is it a movie? It is episodic. <laughs> All right, right, so one of my favorite categories in this was best TV character Mm -hmm. from this decade, but it can be on a show that aired in the previous decade that ended up overflowing into this decade, but Beth has to be, the character has to be in this decade. Mm -hmm. Bobby? Well, why do you make that face? (laughs) Because I didn't realize all that. Because once you kind of deflated my balloon from before, I just kind of like wrote the whole thing off. But I got very good answers for this. I sent you this agenda like a week ago. I know, but I don't understand what you're right. I do the best I can with what I got. Leave me alone. Whoa, whoa, (laughs) coming in hot. All right, wow, you I got two answers anytime you want. No, that's okay. (laughs) I got two answers for this. You ready? I would love I would love multiple right. answers if you have runners up whatever you got. I do. So like my my what I feel is the best character, the one that I kind of found the most kind of like interesting, interesting enough to hold my attention as long as it did is Sherlock and uh Benedict Cumberbatch or Batch. Um <sighs> What? Why do you say his name? <laughs> That's how I say it. <laughs> is he is he French? Oh, I was say with like a French Benedict, accent. Benedict British. Cumberbatch. It, I like I don't. It's Cumberbatch. All right, what well, I said that before. I not kind of like, like what is that noise? Well, you know, I did take German in high school. Maybe there's a lot of <laughs> in how German. I pronounce things. Anyway, are you drunk? No, dude. <laughs> listen, it's nine thirty at night on a Monday. I gotta go to work tomorrow. Hammered. So he's a little girl. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's trying to say. So you're Harry. going Sherlock. I'm going Sherlock, um, character Sherlock, followed very closely by uh, Tommy Shelby from uh, Peaky Blinders. But then again, I feel like that answer is very skewed because I'm very into that show right now. But that character is fascinating to me. He's the he's the British uh, Michael Corleone. So do you have who do you have a harder time understanding, Killian Murphy yeah. or Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch? Killian Murphy. I just I I I have no idea what that guy is saying. The, his brother on the show, Paul Anderson, the guy that plays um, his older Arthur, brother, his older brother, and he has this obnoxiously thick accent. I could understand the shit out of that guy, but yeah, Killian Murphy. I have no idea. Does it make you sad that that show is completely factually inaccurate? No, it doesn't make me sad. That and that's I think there's the difference there because I I'm able to kind of take I'm not looking at anything and be like shit this is what really happened. Like I'm not although it it takes place in those kind of like 19 teens and the 1920s, like the era is very interesting to me, but I'm not kind of following it as any sort of like historical document. So I just I, I find that okay. show very entertaining. Tom Hardy in his small role in that show is fantastic. Oh, he, he was great. That's another one. I if it wasn't for subtitles, I wouldn't have a freaking clue to what the guy was saying. <laughs> <laughs> not a clue because I even tried once like watching an episode I was just like I'm just gonna go for it and he comes on and he's like it's like watching Snatch with Brad Pitt like it's like it's like not a real language and then as you yeah, watch it with I, subtitles it brings a whole nother dimension to it but Brad Pitt is what's his name Mickey in that movie he's Mickey. not speaking with a British accent he's like a he's speaking fucking Pikey. gypsy no yeah well no but he is talking with an accent and even the it's like you still don't have a clue to what he's saying 
I don't understand anyway. 90% of the shit that comes out of your mouth. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> you guys. Use, use guys. Use guys. Florida. I spent a lot, last couple of weeks, I spent a lot of time on Long Island, so like a little bit of yeah. sneaking back. All right, Greg. I need you again. Bring it in, please. <laughs> I got, I got, a, I got a handful because it's hard for me to narrow it down. Um, nice. And it's it ranging. Um, I need you. I need you to give me a number one, though. You can give me all your honorable <sighs> mentions, but I need a number one. Number one is probably going to be Jesse Pinkman. Probably going to be okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm, on the moment, I'm picking that. One. Okay. Um, because it's a character who should have somewhat been. Not, I mean, he's like co-lead, but like was kind of more of a a throwaway at first thought. But like, he really did. They really dug into that character, and it goes somewhere. Um, second would probably be Ragnar from Vikings, just mm-hmm. because of like the range of stuff that he went through. Is usually I'm usually and and brought to characters that they really kind of pull through a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, throughout the show. Um. And more recently, I've been interested in uh, Jimmy McGill from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul more in Better Call Saul because they're really diving into, you know, why he is who he is. So Saul Goodman. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's a good one. Beth? Okay. Um, my answers are, are whatever. But ba- bachelor, I have... bachelor number uh, six. No. <laughs> I have some runner-ups. Um. I have uh, Glenn from The Walking Dead because mm-hmm. I love loved his character, um, Arya Stark, and um, my number one that I originally put, but now I'm I'm second guessing it, and I think I have another number one. Um, I picked Brooke Davis from One Tree Hill, and that pains me to say because I I can't stand the girl who plays her, Miss Sophia Bush. <laughs> Tell me that show that there's no way that show was still airing in the in this decade. It ended in 2012. What the fuck? And that's why I asked because I wanted to pick Peyton Sawyer, but she left the show in 2008. No one would have known. I know. You could have told True. me that. And I would have been like, "Cool." True. <laughs> no one's fact checking. Um, but um I think Meredith Grey from Grey's Anatomy has probably got to be my number 1. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Isn't she like the highest paid actor on TV still? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. That's crazy. That show's been on like 108 years. Yeah. That show's still on? It, yeah, yeah, I think dude. it just got picked uh, up for like seasons 18 and 19 or something is... ridiculous. Yeah. Dude, that is... Greg, are you are you frozen or are you like still engaged? Because you haven't moved in like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> He's deep in thought on my picks. Uh, yeah, I was going to my happy place. So we're getting somewhere that I didn't want to go. He's he's picking yeah. out earrings on your rack. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, Beth. I, good for you. Good for you keeping all this shit still alive, Beth. <laughs> um. All right. So the easy answer I thought for me, I thought other people would have it would be Walter White. That's not who I picked, but I mean he's. Uh, arguably like I thought one, of that too. one of the greatest yeah one of the greatest tv characters ever um i didn't pick him i thought that would be too easy so i have th- i have three so two of the runner-ups is Velanel, which nobody has mentioned killing eve yet i think mm. that show's only been on for two seasons but the layers in which jodie cormer plays that character and all the different accents and it's just i think she kills it and uh, also ray's mom in star wars rob yep got it He's like, you don't got it. Shut up. Uh, also, Fleabag from Fleabag. Um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, again, kills that. And I think 
where she's breaking the third wall. It's, that's really difficult, and she does it really well where she talks into the camera. Um, but my favorite character is Lagatha. Shocker. It's from Vikings, obviously. <laughs> yeah. uh, not surprising. Um, but yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be her. And who just died on the show, if anybody. Hey. Spoiler alert. R.I.P. Nobody. It's been a week. It's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. Uh, so I'm very sad that she's no longer going to be on my TV. So, man. Yeah. Rob doesn't care. I do that care. she won't be at Comic-Con? I don't know, man. I don't want to talk about it yet. <laughs> I did um, axe throwing um, the other day for the first time. Utter. Utter day? Other. Other. Other day. <laughs> the utter day. And, um, you know, I was kind of weird going into it because I've always seen the videos of, like, some poor dude, like, throwing it and it, like, ricocheting back at him. So as the guy set me up, who's, like, 12, and he's just like, oh, we'll just, you know, like, and just kind of throw it and you'll be fine. I was like, dude... So if it like ricochets back at my head, what am I supposed to do? And he's like, it's Duck. not going to do it. And I was like, I'm just telling you, I've seen a couple of videos that it does it. He's like, don't worry, it's not going to happen. I'm like, okay. And as you would imagine, I fucking throw the damn thing. It swings past my leg, like into behind me. He looks at me, he's like, I've never seen that happen before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but once we got through that, I did very well in the whole axe throwing thing. Just so... Just kind of bringing it back to Vikings, which you don't watch, which I don't watch. But you know, there is axe throwing. So how do you know they Vikings. do axe throwing? Axe throwing. Isn't it fair that maybe Game of Thrones is doing axe throwing? Yeah, but I think Vikings is doing axe throwing. They were doing it in Comic Con. Comic Con. Comic And you talk about Hi, the way I say Comic Con. Comic Jesus, it's so right. critical tonight. Bobby Leonard, a show that you should yes. have stopped watching, but you didn't. Yeah. I feel like Walking Dead is the obvious answer, but we can't say Walking Dead because it happened before 2010. It no, definitely it didn't. didn't. Oh, whatever. So anyway, I watched the shit out of that show until we got, yeah, and I was over that show. But, but then good. you stopped. But correct. <laughs> it's shows, show you should have stopped watching, but didn't. The, well, then I don't have an answer. Right, and that's it, because I just stopped watching the show. The show that I felt like I was watching to watch it, and I'm just like, what the hell am I watching this thing for? Because I just kind of don't. But eventually, it's still on, but I'm not watching it right now, so that's the only way I can contribute to this particular category. So let's just go with that, is American Horror Story. Okay. Because it was one of those series that I really tried to hang in there kind of year to year as we went from freaking the house to the asylum, fucking aliens, to like voodoo, to like all of that. And like, and it was just, it became a point that like I'm watching this show for no good reason because I haven't enjoyed it since the first season. So that was, that was a show that I never quite got, got to me the way it did that first season. Should have ended on season one. Okay. That's my contribution Great. to that category. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm leading with all these, uh, by the way. Man. Um, a show that I have not stopped watching is uh, Homeland on Showtime, which that show's still on the air. It is. I don't know why I'm still watching it, but for some reason I am. It is huh. not nearly as good as it was before. I had no idea that show was still on. Oh man, <laughs> it's got to be ending. Uh, I think it's the final season, but it's that show's still been coming on for out. Fifteen years. No, it's it's starting like uh, 
early 2010, but huh. feels like feels, feels like 20 years. Uh, All right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Homeland. You learn something Homeland. new every day. There you go. <laughs> if if we if we're calling though if we're calling the um the Star Wars movies episodes, I would say the Star Wars movies. <laughs> oh, see what he did there! Wow, look what, what he did! What he did! He threw a little jab in there. I like it. <laughs> what was the Rob was shitting on the Irishman today about how it's too long and it doesn't go oh anywhere. It, I, excuse me, oh, I didn't say that it was a problem with the length. You started off with that you took multiple breaks in it, which would allude I did. To I it. Could, and it wasn't that it was long as much as it was just like exhaustingly boring to me. But if it had a lightsaber in it, you're in, and oh, all yes. excuses Come on, what go out kidding? the window. <laughs> Beth. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, based on these rules that I wasn't aware of, both of my answers shouldn't count because I did eventually end up wa- stopping watching both of them. But I feel like I interpreted it more as a show you watched you watched <laughs> longer than you really should have. Like you should have stopped sooner. Um, and my first one I picked was Orange Is the New Black. Ugh. Um, I watched, wow. I mean, it's on like season eight now, but I watched till like about season six and I probably should have stopped after one. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I had the walking dead as well. Like I, I maybe watched it till like season seven or eight or so, but did anybody, did anybody still watch that show? No. no. Greg, you still watching it? Wait, I, I missed it. Which show? Sorry. Walking dead. Walking dead. No, I stopped like three seasons ago, which was mm, still went right. on too long, but. Mm-hmm, that's probably around the same time I stopped too. Yeah, much. That's the same for me. I, I mean, I watched Walking Dead up until Negan was introduced and started banging people's heads in, and I stopped. <laughs> uh, the show for me that I should stop watching, but I haven't yet, is Stranger Things, because <laughs> that show has been in a in a tailspin since season one, which was so great, so amazing. If that show ends after season one, it's probably in my top five of the decade, just for the mm-hmm. one season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second season was so bad. That I should have stopped at that point, but I still watched the third season, which had its ups and downs, right? But you I'm like going to watch the fourth three season more than two. I like season three considerably more than two. Oh. Yeah. Season two was terrible. It's asking questions. No, I know. I <laughs> thought I'd made that clear. Like every time we talk about it, I forget things. <laughs> Beth loves season two. Mm-hmm. Me and Tyler. <laughs> Only you and Tyler, and apparently Rob. Yeah. Well, I'm, no, I'm asking questions. Well, you like season two because freaking Bob is in it. That's probably true, Beth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Stranger Things for me. I can't yeah. imagine I'm going to keep watching it. I'll start the fourth season. I don't know where we're going to get to it. Right. Uh, Arrow was like that a little bit for me, too, where I was all in Arrow. First season was really good. Second season was good. Third season was not good. You could see where it was going. And the fourth season, the in the in halfway through the premiere episode, I turned it off, and I've never watched it since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm fucking good. Um. Supernatural probably too, but I'll always end up watching, eventually going back and watching the rest of that at some point, even though at this point it's like 20 20 episodes a season, hour each. I haven't Mm -hmm, watched anything since like season eight. There's another like eight seasons. Who's got time for that? (laughs) Who's got time for that? (laughs) All right. Beth, can we go for you now? Can we go to you first now? Oh, sure. Bobby said he's like, you know, he feels overwhelmed. He looks, he looks (laughs) flustered. I'm completely (laughs) fine. Go with me. All right. Beth. (laughs) <laughs> biggest what the fuck moment good or bad whatever whatever blew your mind this decade any episode any moment whatever any show can be anything got it i think i nailed this one <laughs> i got <laughs> i got the red wedding okay uh, 
the Reigns of Castamere episode, Game of Thrones, that was a big giant what the fuck. Even though you knew about it. I didn't know. I knew there was something called a red wedding. And all I thought it was like, oh, they're going to like kill the baby, like the girl that the girl's pregnant with. I didn't know everyone was fucking getting massacred. I didn't know Rob Stark was going to get killed. I, I had no idea what was going to happen to that extreme. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Greg? My one is, uh, actually just happened, it was, it was because it was like, also like, what the fuck, because I found out afterwards that it actually happened, which was the opening season, the opening scene of the first episode of Watchmen, where there's the Tulsa uh, Black Wall Street massacre in 1921, which like blew my mind that that was an actual thing that happened that I never had learned about before. Um, okay. For uh, like a regular um, scene in TV show, it would say um, Breaking Bad, uh, the whole episode where Jesse and Walter think Gus are going to kill them, and then it all escalates to Jesse killing Gail at the end of it. That whole like, okay. episode was like a bunch of what the fuck. And then the last one I have here, it literally just says, every goddamn episode of Ozark. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get into Ozark. It's pretty dark. Like, I've watched the first season, yeah, right? And I I started the second season, and the second season was so over-the-top violent. Yeah. Like, the first episode when they pull the guy out of the truck and they, like, shoot his hands off with with a shotgun. Like, I'm good, man. (laughs) I don't know. It just seems like a lot. Yeah. (laughs) I know Tyler's going to be upset because that's, like, he he said, like, hey, someone's got to talk about Ozark on this episode. Like, Mm -hmm. calm down. Calm down, little guy. (laughs) All right, Rob. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So, <laughs> all right. So, I, there is so many things that would be worthy of this that I understand that this is like giant twists and oh my God. And it's not like, but these are the two legitimate moments. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, these are like, I feel like the true from the soul. What the fuck moments? Number one. So, I'm watching Chernobyl. And they have an episode that they are um, the what the innards of the nuclear power plant are about to kind of drop into like the water supply. So they got to get these guys out there to like mine underneath it to do X, Y, and Z. So I'm watching the episode and captivated by it because Chernobyl is a tremendous show. And the guy comes out of the tunnel, bare ass naked. Full frontal nudity. <laughs> I'm looking at the TV. Look, what the fuck? So, what show is this? No. This was Chernobyl. <laughs> he was a 75 year old short fat man. What episode? That... What time? <laughs> it's nothing you want to see. So that was the what the fuck moment for me. Followed briskly by. So this um, dude's penis makes your what the fuck moment of the day. Oh my god! The whole scene was just like, "What is happening? And why do I need to see that? And why did HBO say, you know what? That's fine. Yeah, that's, just shoot it. It's okay." Okay. Um, and then the second one was um, Mandalorian. If I could just throw one Mandalorian in here, of course. <laughs> and it was the scene from the last episode without spoiling. So spoiler, Beth. Have you watched the last episode? No, I haven't, but go ahead. Oh, like, just go la, 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 la. It's fine. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't want to spoil it. Take your headphones out. I'll wave at you when we're done. So it's the last episode when he actually takes his fucking helmet off. 
and it was such a wasted scene slash moment. You build the entire season based on the fact that this guy wants to. I'm not done yet. Um, <laughs> that he wants to bang this one girl. I'm listen to the episode anyway. And so all she's requesting that he takes his helmet off in order to bang her, and he totally doesn't. But meanwhile, like he's dying in front of the robot, and then the producers are like, you know, it'll be a good thing. Let's show Pedro Pascal's face in the last season of a kind of series that we built this guy up to epic proportions and let's put him in kind of a weird spot where he's really sweaty and kind of bloody and he just looks like a four-year-old with a mustache so like that would be a good time to reveal what the mandalorian actually looks like so that became of like the fuck are they doing in this show so that's rob do you not have any context of like how to so they're going to show his face in the like third episode of the show Because some chick wants to have sex with him, or they're going to build it up. It's not like nobody knows what Pedro Pascal looks like. Truth. (laughs) But here's my argument. he's going to die. My argument is they built that up so much, there really shouldn't have... That should have been like a silhouette scene or a scene from behind. They shouldn't have revealed what he looked like the last episode of the first season. It was a kind of wasted moment. So that became what the fuck scene. I don't know about Greg. Yeah. Or Beth. Or Beth. I, Mandalorian's fine. I've watched all the episodes. I don't give a shit about that reveal. Like, I don't give a no. shit about what he looks like. Like, that was never like a, oh my God, when's he going to take his helmet off? I'm so excited. Like, I don't give oh. a fuck. Yeah. So how I, I already knew reveal? that spoiler. No. Yeah, I so. agree. With, and like you said, it's not like nobody knows what he looks like or nobody knows who's playing him. Like, truth. So, yeah. yeah is this, I mean, are you comparing it to. Vader's reveal in Empire and Return of the Jedi. That was shocking. What what I'm building towards is that you you have a, a a piece of like mythology that they built specifically for this show because it's never been mentioned before that Mandalorians can't take their helmet off. But for no, some reason, they, they built it much, into the show. Much like all the Star Wars stuff, there's plot holes in every show, like all the Clone Wars, all the shit. He takes off his helmet all the time. Fuck Continue. yes. So the fact that they were building it up. And then this reveal happened to the audience in the way that it did. It just felt ungenuine. It felt like Pedro Pascal had something in his contract that said, my face has to appear somewhere in the series during the first season, and we just need to check it off the block. It just, it didn't seem to fit. That It became a moment that took me out of the show, which there were very few moments of in that series, because I do like that So that series. was like a bad what the fuck moment. That was like, a bad what the, what the fuck, fuck moment. Like, what okay. the fuck? It was Got one it. of those. It w- I, huh? I don't have any like, what the fuck? Like, it was just, yeah. that's what that like, was. Like, no mind-blowing thing. No, I'm so just... interested in how your brain works, Rob. <laughs> 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 that you care that much about the Mandalorian, which is like a okay show. Oh, that it, it was the biggest moment of the decade. I see how you're blowing this up into things that I didn't even bring. Like it's not the biggest thing of the decade, but it was something that is like just kind of with me. The guy, I'm, the fat guy coming out of the I'm, tunnel was the. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, the biggest man. thing of the decade. Wow. So my my biggest what the fuck moments <laughs> were from Game of Thrones, uh, and much like Beth, it's the Red Wedding. Even though I've read those books, I knew what happened. It was still like a holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they 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 stabbed a, a pregnant woman, and they cut off this dude's head and put his direwolf's head on top of the body. Like it was a crazy moment. Um, and then the other moment again, I knew it was gonna happen is when they killed Joffrey because that was pretty brutal. Like when he's yeah. choking to death. Oof. Yeah. Pretty brutal. But again, I knew those were happening, and they still were like, holy shit. 
So no penis for me. No Mandalorian <laughs> helmet. <laughs> I mean, I guess I, you could say seeing Alfie Allen's penis in episode one of mm-hmm. Game of Thrones was a little off-putting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was the, it was those two, especially the red wedding for me. All right, Beth. Yes. Character you love to hate. All right. Um, I have I had one that immediately one came to mind. It's uh, but I do have a an honorable mention. I'll name first. Um, Dina from Superstore is my honorable mention. Literally every single episode, I say out loud like I hate her guts just because she's like so funny. It's so funny though, but she's so over the top and says like the worst things ever that I'm like I hate her, but she's the best. Is that because of your time at Best Buy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. No, she's okay. just like, oh, it's the thing she says just drive me crazy, but it's the best. But the person that immediately came to my mind from a show no one's talked about before is Frank Gallagher from Shameless. He's a horrible human being. He has zero redeeming qualities. He's so unlikable, but it works, and he makes the show. That show just got uh is is going off the air, right? It's last today. season, yeah, yeah. It's starting, yeah. I've never watched that show. Oh, I figured. Did anyone else watch it? Nope. No. Nope. Oh, also, a lot. I've heard a lot of penis in that show too, Rob. A lot of penis. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make sure I avoid it. Steve Howie, a lot of penis. Greg. <laughs> My two characters that you love to hate. I, I when I think of this, I always picture a comedy because like that tends to be the the role in which like it's someone who I still love them even though I kind of hate their characters. Um, okay. And two, uh, it's actually three people. Um, all from Parks and Rec. First one is uh, Jeremy Jam, the councilman who's always button heads with Les and Nope. <laughs> I love that guy. He's like the worst but the best. Um. And then Mona Lisa and John Ralphio mm-hmm. uh those two brother sister on that show are phenomenal. They're horrible John, human John beings. John Ralphio's the best. Yeah, they're the best, but the worst at the same time. So All good. Right. So good. Rob? I, how can you beat what he just said? So <laughs> I, I had, and Greg, fucked, I Beth. agree with you a million percent. Um, I have, however... <laughs> I have Frank Underwood from um, House of Cards. Oh, are we allowed to talk about Kevin Spacey? And that's what made this so weird. (laughs) Like, I didn't know if I was even allowed to put this show on this because of like stuff. But it was, and this also becomes a show alleged, whatever. So it also becomes a show that really I should have stopped watching after that second season, but I did keep watching it. It just kind of seemed, and then it just took a nosedive after all the nonsense. But I thought he was a captivating character. He's your Anna hero. Um, he's doing these horrible, horrible things, um, manipulating the world, just being a son of a bitch. But like in the meantime, you're like, go get him. So it, it, if I, if I had <laughs> one character that it was really like in that love to kind of hate, um, I think Frank Underwood is a uh, a good answer. All right. I mean. I liked that show the first couple seasons. I don't know that I was ever like, hey, go get him. Like when he's yeah. pushing, you know, innocent people in front of bus or in front of subway. Oh, she totally deserved it, that bitch. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
But wow. that was such a good show. And you know what was great about that show? Wow. The I, what was it? The <laughs> I guess it was the end of the second season, or maybe the third, when he finally, the last scene of the series of of that season, anyway, that he's actually in the Oval Office. And then it's like he just kind of like stares back at the camera and he bangs on the table twice and there's like cut to black. It was just there was great moments in that show, but we're not allowed to enjoy that show anymore because Kevin Spacey's a fuckhead. Alleged fuckhead. What about the parts where him and his wife are having threesomes with a dude? Well, you know, whatever. No, I'm just asking if that well, was... There's, few. there's plenty of full frontal nudity in this podcast, but the hell's the yeah. difference. Yeah. Okay. Um... That was an aggressive. That was an aggressive choice. Uh, so my characters, uh, I have two. One I do love to hate, and one I just hate. Like I want to punch my TV every time she's on. Um, and it's Gemma Teller from Sons of Anarchy. I fucking hate her so much. She's the reason all of that shit happens. She's the worst mother ever. The worst human being. I fucking. Hate her. I wish she would die. Wow. Oh my god. I've never watched that show in my life, and even I know you hate her. Yeah. You've talked about it before. Is that Peg Bundy? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Katie Se- Seagal does a great job. I think she won an Emmy for like the second season of that show. She does a great job, but the way that character is written, she is the catalyst for all the problems that the that the son and father have. It's I fucking hate her. And at the end she gets shot in the face by her son. So she gets what she deserves. Perfect. Um, but I can't believe nobody said this is, is Joffrey. Ugh. Yeah. He was on my, like it's gotta yep. be Joffrey's the right answer. That is the right answer. You're so right. Like that show doesn't, and you could also put, um, Lena Headey in this, but I think Joffrey is even worse mm-hmm. yeah. because you just watch that show and you're like, I fucking hate him, but I don't want, I want to see like what he's going to do next. Mm-hmm. I mean, first <laughs> season, first season, he's getting the main character's head cut off. In front of his daughter. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, hey, there's your he- dad's head sticking on a pole. So, yeah. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that that, that so... answer wins. <laughs> All right. Uh, Beth, a oh, show that geez. was gone too soon. <laughs> the, I have two, and they're the most obvious answers. You guys could probably guess them both. You already did guess one earlier. <laughs> Let's hear it. Uh, we got No Good Nick, of course, my mm-hmm. my Netflix Sean Ashton show, and then we got the reboot BH nine hundred two and oh man. Oh man, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> <laughs> Does that not get a season two? No, no, it it's done though. Oh, yeah. How is that show not getting picked back up by like CW? <laughs> I know Tori and Jenny tried to pitch it to everybody, and nobody wanted it. I mean, it wasn't but I good. think also the rest of the cast, because like even while Jenny and Tori were going around trying to pitch it, Brian, uh, Brian Austin Green was posting on Instagram, no, it's done. Jason Priestley's like, no, I'm not coming back. Ian Zarian's like, nope, it's over. But the girls were still trying to do it. So I think that might have something to do with it, too. I don't think everyone else was in for a second round, but the girls. Look, let me, let me tell you something. Okay. <laughs> Brian Austin Green ain't got shit to do. I know, right? <laughs> like bad. Why he don't want a second do. season? <laughs> All right, Greg. Um, for me, it's two shows that were on FX. Um, Terriers, which was a show with Donald Logue. Um, very early, it was 2010, I think. Um, two friends are private investigators in San Diego. It was a, it was a great show, kind of in the spirit of like Big Lebowski. Um, okay. 
another FX show called The Bridge was which starred uh Diane Kruger and Ted Levine or Levine. Um that was like a crime drama. Both of them were solid shows and both of them got uh ended too soon. Okay. You know what I just realized right now with your answers? You watch a lot of fucking TV. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think you wanted this podcast so bad? Right. Like <laughs> Why do you a think lot? I haven't gotten I mean, around to watching 80s movies? I'm watching too much television. <laughs> I know of all the shows you're mentioning, but I have like a lot of them I'm like, nope. Yeah, you haven't watched Top Gun, but you watched this shit. <laughs> I, I, like, I like the stories they tell in TV shows better than movies. Nice. Whoa, Harry. All right, yeah, yeah easy. Easy killer. <laughs> Harry agrees. You watch a lot of TV. <laughs> Rob, don't say Battlestar Galactica for the love of God. Battlestar Galactica look- was in the 2000s, not in the 2010s. Don't think I already looked. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> um, but he looked. <laughs> I did look. So the one that I would put in, you should just call this the Serenity category. That wasn't a show. That was a movie. All right. The Firefly category. <laughs> oh, Rob. Uh, All right, an so my yes, I do. It is The Punisher on Netflix. I enjoyed that yeah, show. I, I en- actually enjoyed that show more than I realized I was going to enjoy that show. Um, season two was a little rough. A little, um, a little too much focus <laughs> on our boy Billy Russo and um, whoever the psychologist was. Um, and the like, twelve-year-old girl that was in it. That nothing well, that ever was happened kind with? of like I didn't mind that that much because that kind of gave him a little bit more purpose. It really did. So it was, you know, it, it was a great show. He played a great Punisher, and it's too bad that that show ended because I really think it had potential to move beyond. I just think that they and forgive me for saying this, shot their load in season one. But it was so, it was oh. a great character, a great actor to play him, and like a a, a good world that they set up. They just didn't have the time to kind of really expand upon it. So my my pick is The Punisher. When it's on Disney Plus in two years, you'll be happy. Excellent. <laughs> like, um, the second season of that show is uh, it's garbage television for garbage people. Wow. <laughs> to quote our boy Jared, it's terrible. You and I had this conversation. I stopped the second season like with like two episodes left. I was like, I'm good. Yeah. I'm super good. I don't need to know how to do <laughs> I was vested in the character. I really was. I was vested in the character, vested in yeah. the show. I agree with you. Like season two, there was like parts of it that I fast forward because it's like this shit is stupid. But it 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 was that thing is like it just had the potential to be there. It just never had the chance to do it because I mean, we're dealing with all this other BS. So okay. it's too bad. So my runner up is is Daredevil. Which mm-hmm. I liked. I liked the last season of it. I know a lot of people didn't love it. Um, but I think again these will be back on Disney Plus potentially. Um, but mine is a show that nobody watched, which is Hannibal. Mm. I liked a ton and nobody watched it. Yeah. And it's sad that nobody watched it. Yeah. But it is what it is. And it's yeah, that show back. popped up a lot when I was like doing research for like shows of this decade and stuff. Yeah. yeah that. And you can't find it anywhere. As far as I know, it's still not streaming anywhere. Wow. It's not on Netflix, not on Hulu. Like, what network was it on? Was it an Amazon? NBC. Oh, it was on NBC. It was on NBC. I think that's what hurt it too. Is it that it was on NBC? Um, I think if I mean, there's a bunch of other shows in the in the the previous decade that I liked a lot that weren't on anymore. So next category, Beth, and this is I'm sure you're going to have a lot guilty pleasures. Okay, this one was like so hard because 
everybody knows I watch stupid stuff and like I'm not guilty about it. It's just you guys give me shit for a lot of stuff. So I really don't have like anything. I mean, the a couple things that popped into my mind was, you know, like all my like reality shows. But a lot of those have been on long before the decade. Yeah. Um, But one that is fairly new that you guys probably would think is ridiculous is The Masked Singer. <laughs> so good. Um, and another one that popped in my head that I have no idea why because I'm not like embarrassed to watch it, but sure. is younger the Hillary Duff show. <laughs> so I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's on. Um, I forget what network. Maybe like not Lifetime. One of those like you know cable networks, <laughs> and it's really good. So I guess that would be a guilty pleasure. All right, Greg. That's what I got. <laughs> Um, my show is, uh, called you, which used to be on some network and now is on Netflix, which this is fucking sh- guy, which so should good. be an off awful show. But for some reason I'm like, I watched, I mean, made the mistake of watching one episode of it and just like got fully addicted to it. And you know what? Joe was going to be in my love to hate the character you love to hate. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he's yeah. horrible, but he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 We talking Penn Badgley here? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I just move on? <laughs> Moving on. Good choice, Greg. <laughs> Rob, I don't have a clue to what these fucking people are talking about. So, <laughs> 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 all right. So I have a couple of runners up and some amendments. So it was going to be Glee. Shout out to Tyler. Um, but even though Glee came out in April of 2009 and the bulk uh-huh. of the series was in the 2010s, we're not allowed to discuss it on the TV Doesn't on count. this particular podcast. So just saying, that would have been it. Um, okay. Two was the Jeff Goldblum show, which I fucking <laughs> worship. But the problem... <laughs> Is that it is a reality show and not a TV show, so I respect the rules of what we're trying to do here, so it's not it's, Jeff Goldblum. It's a TV it's show pleasure. that falls in the reality genre, Rob. I, okay, Yeah, it's cool. a guilty pleasure. It's still a TV show, so that counts. What the fuck? <laughs> but what I'm going to go with, besides The People versus OJ, because that was fucking amazing, is um, Teen Titans Go. And Good the choice. reason why it's Teen Titans Go is because I watch so much of it. Because my 10 year old watches so much of it. And it becomes that thing that I'm like, I'm watching this damn show. I was like, this show sucks. Like, what the hell are you doing? Why are you watching this thing? And then after about three or four years of it, I was just like, why don't we watch Teen Titans Go? And it became that thing like, do you want to see the movie? So it, it there's a certain level of charm that has developed for me in Teen Titans Go that is completely dedicated to my 10-year-old because we're watching it constantly. So, Teen Titans Go is fantastic. Well, there you go. So I have a question for you. This guy? Yeah. I already, Beth and I talked about it again this uh, week or so ago with another group of people. Is the Jeff Goldblum show an actually good show? Or is it that you just like Jeff Goldblum? I just like Jeff Goldblum. So the show, it's like eight episodes or nine episodes deep right now. I'd say there's probably three quote unquote good episodes that like is interesting but the fact that he is Jeff Goldblum mm-hmm. becomes this thing of just we let like and I th- it's very sweet because I watch it with my daughter every Friday night like we look forward to it that's our Friday night thing 
Okay. So we kind of like we enjoy his quirkiness and his weirdness. Not necessarily what it is that he's kind of diving into. But if I had to give yeah. you an episode to start on, the Denim episode is fucking amazing. Yeah, I would argue that I don't think that show is very good. Yeah. I don't think it's done well. I don't think the research is great, like what you would expect from kind of a reality show. Yeah. I think he's so captivating oh, that it's great. It. But I don't. I think what they're talking about is pretty, I don't know, uninspiring. I'm not Shallow. pumped on it. It is. It, it becomes very yeah. silly, and, and it is him... And his kind of like his Jeff Goldblumness and his quirkiness and his weirdness. That's what's selling yeah. the show. So again, that's not a great show, but live to watch that show. All right. So my uh, my guilty pleasure is Bitten. <laughs> uh, don't judge me, but everybody knows how I feel about Laura Vandervoort. Uh, the show's actually pretty entertaining so much so that I might read the books. Wow. Ooh. That's, that's even worse. Uh, but yeah, I enjoy it. I'm a little disappointed that Beth hasn't watched it yet. I know. Um, and I mean, Greg, like, what are you doing, dude? Watch it. You watch 800 other shows. Watching FX. Yeah, apparently. It's on Netflix. (laughs) There's a lot of like half naked dudes. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. So that's, that's mine. Um, best reality show. Beth, this is, if there was any (laughs) category that was made for you. It's this one. Beth spent three hours thinking about this. <laughs> it was so hard because, like I said, all my shows started before 2010, but there's yeah. there's quite a few that started this year. Yeah. I got, I got some. Let's all right. It. So I got Catfish. Okay. Started in 2012. Uh, the Voice. Okay. Um, uh, this one you'll probably disagree that it's reality, but it's supposed to be uh, Impractical Jokers. And Celebrity <laughs> Big Brother. Didn't you just say The Masked Singer, too? Yeah, The Masked Singer. That's, that's, of course, in there, too. All right. What is your favorite? My favorite is Impractical Jokers. Hmm. All right. I, I don't know what to say to any of these because I literally don't watch reality TV, so I've never <laughs> watched any of these. So I can't. <laughs> Beth, give me, a, uh, give me a, a famous person that's on Celebrity Big Brother. What, the one I named earlier or a real famous? I want to know the quality of celebrity they get on celebrity. Because I'm doing air quotes, celebrity. Okay, well, you'd appreciate they had Meta World Peace. Um, They had Ricky, what's that football player? Ricky Williams? Yes. Okay, so you're giving me two two athletes. (laughs) Um, uh, Like Dina Lohan. Not a celebrity. (laughs) I don't no. ha- have a clue um, to Ross here. Matthews and Marissa Jarrett Winokur. Nope. nope. Kato Kalin. Kato, I know. <laughs> Rob, uh, Gina Lohan is Lindsay Lohan's mom. Oh. <laughs> Weird. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Ryan the swimmer, the one that like got in trouble Lockie? in the other country. Yes, Ryan Lochte. <laughs> he was on it. Um. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's of course it's like D list, but you know it's like Dancing with the Stars quality people, but right. it's still entertaining because it's. I, I would say my Dancing with the Stars get higher. Dancing with the Stars gets higher quality people than <laughs> true, but like I watch the same show with regular people, so it's like it doesn't Ooh. matter that it's celebrities or not because they're not like. I watch the regular season of Big Brother. That's just regular people. So watching Beth, you, you do you. You watch what you like. I will. I just have a I have a problem with the title. <laughs> Celebrity, Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> Go ahead, Greg. 
Um, I don't really watch reality TV show, but I guess like is reality TV like you know considered unscripted? And if so, I would say um, the Anthony Bourdain Parts Unknown. Yeah, that's a reality show. Yeah, that's reality. Okay. Okay. You're not watching it anymore, though. Uh, no. (laughs) Oh, I have another one. Too soon. (laughs) Too soon. Jesus. Beth doesn't care. (laughs) I know. He's dead. I know. (laughs) Can I give my other one? I would love to, Beth. You gave seven. American Pickers. Oh. Rob, Uh, go ahead, Rob. Oh, I think American Pickers is a great one. On the History Network, correct? Yep. History yep. Channel. Who the hell <laughs> yeah. Rob, you channel? can watch you can watch American Pickers, but you can't watch Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> it's a less of a time commitment. Hmm. So I have, which is an amazing show, in both its production value and its um, educational prowess, its Jeff acting, its ability <laughs> to attract celebrity. It is mm. drunk history, <laughs> is that, which is a real. tremendously a great show. show. It is a reality show. It's, it's not, not a reality no. show in the sense that like we're watching a couple of like show. idiots like it's get not drunk. a reality show. It's not a reality show. It is a reality yeah. show. Why is it no. scripted? Show? Where they reenact things that happened in history? I beg your pardon. It all begins with the conversation between the host and the quote unquote expert. And their conversation, which is then reenacted by, you know, some sort of like celebrity or whatever. So I mm-hmm. think this counts as a reality show. Not so Pawn Stars? Like a... nope. I thought Pawn Stars would be your favorite. Pawn, <laughs> <laughs> Pawn Sorry, Stars has its value. But it's like, so it's like an interview show. So you wouldn't say like Jimmy Come Alive is a reality show. Fair. <laughs> but anyway. I would say How It's Made is a reality show, but. Like I what get it. the fuck? That's, That's what a documentary. <laughs> we didn't have so a Rob documentary category, TV and I felt like this needed to fit into this. So Greg, what is going on? I don't know. I'm giving you great okay. answers. What's going on? You're giving me shit. Oh. <laughs> Poor Rob. Poor Rob. Okay, so Poor I got. Poor two. Rob came into this saying this isn't a podcast for him. Yeah, right. but he's making. He's just like <laughs> I'm gonna make up genres. I think that was a great answer to this. That's a terrible answer because no. it's not the, it's not the same genre. Well, it's my answer. How's that? And that's you know okay. that's all that matters. Uh, you do you, Rob. You do you. Um, <laughs> I gotta go with Ink Master because that's like one of the I only watched two. <laughs> I only watched two reality shows: Ink that's Master fitting. and The Prophet. So, <laughs> oh, The Prophet's good. I'm like good with guy. either one, but I watch Prophet? Ink Master more regularly than I do The Prophet. Like I'll watch The Prophet, not as it's going on. Like I'll watch it, you know three or four episodes in, I'll watch it on demand or whatever, but Ink Master I watch like when it's on. Would Shark Tank be a reality show? Or not? Of course. Really? Yeah, okay. I thought so. That's a good Go ahead, too. Greg. I was How gonna was give a high Shark five Tank a reality show and then drunk history is not a reality. Because it's real show. people trying to pitch their businesses they're not, to yeah, they're, they're not acting. Yeah. I mean, it's to real people, people with money reciting that I They have like. actors on the show, Rob. That then go into reenacting things on which like, with is set pieces. A, a, a third of the show, two thirds of the show. The other third of the show is like two people having a normal conversation. Uh, give it up, <laughs> Rob. Come on. It's not reality. <laughs> Listen. You know what? I'll leave it up to IMDb if someone wants to search if it's cons- what genre phone. it is. So, Rob, then we're going to go to you then. 
What is your favorite or the best animated show of this decade? I got three. If I may. I, okay. If I may. Let's, let's hear them. If they're animated enough for you people. So it is. So we'll lead with Teen Titans Go because I already said that. So that's, but I feel like that's a throwaway. Um, Archer is a good show. I don't hang into Archer enough to really kind of preach the gospel, but I do enjoy that show. I think it is solid. Um, But I think just like anybody else who's going to kind of look in this category, who's not picking Bob's Burgers, it's going to be Rick and Morty. Okay. So my, my answer to best animated show of the 2010s is Rick and Morty. Fair enough. I think that's probably a popular decision. Popular, Thank you. popular choice. Thank you. <laughs> Drunk Greg. history is a comedy. Oh. <laughs> surprise, surprise. It's a television comedy. <laughs> then I was wrong. Still yeah. my answer, though. Um, Greg? For best animated, I was tied between two, Archer and Rick and Morty, and I just double-checked Archer, and it's actually 2009, so... I guess my oh, only choice is second Rob Leonard. Up, Greg. <laughs> I didn't. Was that my final answer? My final answer was Rick and Morty. Rob, what podcast are you doing right I now? I have no idea. I don't know what I'm on. Get me off for All a right, couple Greg, of weeks. I don't so know it's Rick and Morty by default? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Beth? I watch zero animated shows, so this isn't the category for me. Like nothing. Nothing. Nothing that was in this decade. I mean, I've watched The Simpsons in the past and like, you know, stuff will come on if I'm watching like a network and then King of the Hill will come on and stuff like that. But I don't sit and watch animated TV. So you'll watch the shit out of Family Feud. Yeah, man. (laughs) But you got no animated. (laughs) No animated. (laughs) Okay. So the answer is Bob's Burgers. That's the best animated (laughs) show of this decade. Like Easy. (laughs) Not even close. Does Uh, anybody watch... Bojack Horseman. Like I, I was just gonna say, you know what show I have watched like <laughs> multiple episodes of is that one, but I don't even know when that came out, and I don't consistently That's this decade, watch it. Beth, yeah. turns out. Okay, so I've, I've watched that one. That and uh, what is the uh, Big Mouth is super super popular on Netflix. Oh, that, that, I, I tried watching a couple episodes of that. That's I just don't like. That's that is a that's, level that I'm just not at. Yeah, that's like Owen's demographic. <laughs> I guess. That, I mean, it was just like, I'm watching this. I was like, this is fucking stupid. And for me to watch something and be like, this is fucking stupid, it's pretty fucking stupid. So that show <laughs> is popular enough that it's getting a spinoff. Oh, man. Hey, how is Star Wars like Rebels or none of that shit in your, in your best animated show? So Rob? it would have been Clone Wars, which I did look up. But Clone Wars, I think, started in 2008. So I wasn't allowed to put it in this one. And, um, and it's like I Archer. Didn't know... Yeah. <laughs> That's another one I've watched multiple episodes, but, but I don't watch it, so I can't. And then Rebels, I mean, Rebels had a couple of good episodes, but I wasn't, you know, knee deep in Rebels. Yeah. I can't really can sing the gospel of it, so. All right, Beth, we're going to go to you for this one. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, can we start with someone else on this next yeah, one? Yeah, start with someone else. <laughs> Greg, we're going to go with you on this okay. one. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Biggest TV star of the decade. Um, I've got, I've got two. One is just, TV star, which, well, I mean, I guess they both are the same type of thing. I saw them as like where I didn't really know them at the beginning of the decade, and by the end, they were pretty big, which is okay. Um, from TV to, to film, um, Chris Pratt, who started basically as a secondary character on Parks and Rec and then kind of like exploded into uh, a movie career, 
um within tv i would say um like brian cranston or elizabeth moss who both kind of were were somewhere slowly kind of making their way up and then just kind of exploded would anybody know who like rob who's elizabeth moss not a clue i know brian cranston is <laughs> i mean i and i'm not i'm not debating that yeah greg i just yeah no it's fair i know what you're saying she had mad men and now she has handmaiden's tale yeah um but yeah, I don't think Rob, like an average person has no idea who that is. I'm average. <laughs> Painfully so. <laughs> you dick. Beth? <laughs> Man, we haven't talked in like weeks. <laughs> That's bullshit. We like talk almost like every day. Beth, <laughs> we talk year. damn near every day. Yeah, that's true. Beth, what do you got? All right. Um, yeah, Brian Cranston's a good one. That one was on my radar. And I, I have the most random answer. But the first person that came in my mind when I thought of like a big TV star, and it's because of like the first thing I ever really knew him from, and then now what he's on now is Sterling K. Brown. That's a good answer. He, okay, good. <laughs> I was really nervous about it because I'm like, you guys are going to be like, what the hell? And I like wasn't. But yeah, when he came out in the OJ People versus OJ, that's the first thing I ever knew him from. And then now he's on This Is Us, and he's just, like, huge. Yeah, I mean, Sterling K. Brown's a legit movie, like, kind of a movie star now, too. Yeah. Like he's getting big roles from, I always remember him from uh, Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And then he was on the OJ show, and then, yeah, went into This Is Us, which I've never watched, because, you mm-hmm. know, I don't want to apparently weep. I have no idea. <laughs> Rob? I put uh, Peter Dinklage. As my biggest oh. TV star of the decade, That's a good no big one. deal. That's a great one. I thought one. that was a great one because it it was like <laughs> he came out of like he was out of nowhere. What do you know him from? He's like the angry elf. Um, but like if wow, right? But that's what he was. He was the angry Fuck. elf. But shame. He's not an elf. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> but he's from the movie Elf, where they called him the angry elf. So it became that thing like, who did I really kind of see across the decade really just come to an entire different kind of, you know, not that he carried the show, but he was a chunk of the show. Peter Dinklage. That's a good one. I didn't even think of Peter Dinklage. Thank you. Who knew Rob was going to have a good answer? I gave you Uh, some fucking thought. (laughs) Yeah. Someone who I think is a, is, the biggest TV star, again, is someone relatively new, is Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is winning mm-hmm. all the awards, uh, was in Star Wars, is writing the new James Bond movie, wrote Killing Eve, wrote Fleabag, starred in Fleabag. Like, she's just everywhere right now. And she's going mm-hmm. to be a massive star, I think, outside of TV. So for me, it's, that's, it's a pretty easy one, because I think it could be recency bias, though. Um, but I think she's going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's a good so. one. Rob doesn't know who that is. I, it was the <laughs> chick that was the voice of the Millennium Falcon, whoever that person is. It was the it was the actor who was the voice of Lando's <laughs> co-pilot, not the Millennium Falcon. Jesus. Wow! <laughs> but that's cool. That's hey, cool, man. You know, Rob, the single best episode from any show. God, I'm leading decade. with this one. You're leading. Oh shit! I put. Uh, <laughs> I put Stranger Things episode one, and here's the reason why. Okay. I felt like that was one of the. That was an episode that I watched that it reset a certain level of nostalgia that I had for TV that I haven't felt in a very long time. And in an emotional connection, that meant something to me. 
So even though, you know, we could kind of say, like, was it particularly well acted or written or this or that or whatever, but it was the it was the episode of a series that I watched that really brought me to a different place that I wasn't expecting it to bring me. So I'm going to say episode one of Stranger Things. Anything 80s, you're like fucking I'm hard in. On. I like I'm just like I'm a big sucker for nostalgia. Like, give me a toy Millennium Falcon, I'm in. Oh, all in. You have no idea. Give me a Sears, like, wish catalog. I'm like, I'm like, balls deep. I mean, that's a great answer, though. That's a great, that's a great episode. Thank you. Greg? Um, I've got two. Um, both have hard words to pronounce. Ozzy Mendias is a Breaking Bad episode actually directed mm-hmm. by Ryan Johnson with the shootout with Hank. Where and you know Walter reveals to Jesse about that he was there when Jane died and all that stuff. Like it was such an intense episode. Um, that was like the kind of like pivotal uh, changing of you know so much in the show. Um, this other one, uh, Rob, is shout out to you for Sherlock. Uh, it's called the Reinbach Fall, season two, episode three, where Moriarty, um, uh breaks into multiple places and then like it all kind of ends with a climax of uh Sherlock jumping off the building to save Watson. Yep. And you think he's dead. Yep. He, well, I mean there's a there's a third season so, you know, put it together. <laughs> no, but they leave. Don't doesn't everybody think he's dead? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. I don't remember that. I I watched the shit out of that show and I don't remember like was it three episodes each season? I don't remember any yeah, of it. Yeah, they're I because they're long episodes. They're like little movies, so. Yeah, they're, they're little yeah. movies. Like hour and oh, a half. Oh, is it? Are they? Are they episodic movies? <laughs> Dick. Beth. Bravo. Bravo. All right. I have season two, episode seven of The Walking Dead. Pretty much dead already. That is the episode where they find out about the walkers in the barn, mm. and they find out that Sophia's been in there the whole time, and that's. The one episode of I've watched probably at least ten times. I watched it this morning after I like thought of it, and it reaffirmed it's it's such a good episode. It's a little slow at the beginning, but once it gets to that peak part and then the end, it's just so good. Yeah, that might be my favorite Shane moment of that whole show. Yes, yeah, oh, he's fantastic in that. All right, that scene. Anything else? That's the only one I had. That's the only one. Okay. <laughs> uh, mine is Hard Home from Game of Thrones. That's when John is going to collect the wildlings. And the first time you see the Night King and they, he has that fight with uh, one of his like lieutenants and realizes that his sword can kill them. Yeah. And then it's that great shot of him floating away on the boat. And the, the king just kind of gives the like the look to him and raises all the dead. Yeah. And he's like, come at me, bro. Type <laughs> look. Uh, and then the other is the Breaking Bad finale. Which again, mm. I've I've said multiple times is I think the greatest finale in any show ever, and it just is. It's so good, yeah, so so good. All right, so late late add to the uh, questions was the one I added today. So show from another decade you watched too often, like <laughs> you're watching it still. You should you can you can watch other shit, but you're like I'm just gonna watch this show instead. So pretty much anything Rob watches, because he doesn't watch anything of this decade, <laughs> he watches all the old shit. So I don't know how you're going to answer this question. I right. actually don't take that as an insult, because it's absolutely true. You're absolutely right. Okay. So this can be something that's not airing anymore. <clears throat> yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh. Damn yeah. it. Okay. Well, I can come up with that right off the top of my head. I mean, I, 
you can, you guys can ask questions like when I send stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get yelled at. I mean, I only yell at you. I tell me about it. <laughs> and it doesn't matter because 50% of the questions, you still went on your own. That's true. Like you were just like, fuck it, I'm doing my thing. Am I leading with this question? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So um, I would love to say it's Battlestar Galactica, but it's totally not. Now, the travesty that is Battlestar Galactica is that on the first watch, it is mind-blowingly amazing. However. Oh. Is it? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. However, on the second and third watch, it doesn't quite get there because mm. there is so much kind of like mystery kind of built into it that it's like once you kind of know the answers to everything it's a it's not that it's a hard watch it just doesn't it's not as much of a fun watch so i wish i could okay. say it's battle sargo but it's not um the answer is the office like how could it not be the office all i do is watch the fucking office it is on <laughs> constantly when i'm like throw the tv on i'm looking for the office it used to be the golden girls but it's not anymore it's the office <laughs> so what are you gonna do in like 15 years when popular culture turns on the office like they just turned on friends like what are you gonna do when people are like, this is a terrible I, show, I don't know how you I, watch I it. I have no idea. I, I was never a Friends guy, and not even to like jump into that like camp, but I really was never a Friends guy. I was never a Seinfeld guy either. So okay. like, I was a Cheers guy, so Cheers is also on the list, so I will watch that, but that's for obvious beer reasons. But like the, the, real, the very realistic kind <laughs> of version of this is The Office. Literally, every day I watch The Office. So What a great answer. I, pff, that's my answer. Greg, as far as like what I watch every day, I'd have to say I'd have to agree with Rob. I watch The Office way too much, and I watch Parks and Rec. Like, you know, it's it's a default in our house. Like, if we're you know trying to get something done and want to have something on, but need to focus, like we throw one of those things on. Um, but as far as like a a little bit of a heavier show that I probably watch, you know, like once a year on rotation would be The Wire. Um, which I always wow. find myself coming back to. You're going back every year and watching The Wire? I love that show. No, I it's a great show, show, but I'm just, it didn't come out in HD for like, until like two years ago. Hey. I'm just saying, okay. that's a heavy, heavy show. <laughs> it's a heavy and show. And long as fuck. But it's only three seasons. So. True. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, it's heavy. Yeah. It's fun going back and watching <laughs> things like that, like The Wire, and seeing like, oh, that guy's on this now. Oh, that yes. guy's on this now. Oh, he's on this. Like it's that show like that everybody. has like, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Beth. All right. Now that I knew it was like the rules were <laughs> extended, I came up with like six just sitting right here now. Because as you always know and talk crap, that I rewatch shit all the time. And so we got friends. Uh, I got One Tree Hill, which of course I've seen probably like nine or ten times straight through. Uh, nine or two and oh, both both versions, the original and then the like reboot one they did like five or six, ten years ago, whatever. Uh, Grey's Anatomy, even though it's still airing, <laughs> I have gone back and started from the beginning. Oh, <laughs> um, I love Lucy. I have it on oh. box set, and I watch that all the time. And then uh, another show that's still currently on, but I watch, I sit and watch the reruns on USA. Even though I could watch other shit, is Law and Order S- SVU. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Beth, you watch a lot of shit too. I just realized I that like just a lot of shit. And then I'm like, hey, have you watched this? You're like, nope, but I'm going to go watch Friends again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So so mine, I have two. Uh, if I just want to like throw something on and I'm going to pick out an episode, it's X-Files. I can tell you episodes yeah. by the title. Like I know what season they were. I know what episode it is. Like, it's just, oh, I want to watch, you know, Bad Blood. I'll put that in. You know, I want to watch Humbug. Like, I'll put that in. And I literally, like, have to go get the discs. Like, <laughs> I know what disc to put in, and I'll throw it in. Um, the answer is Firefly. Of course it is. Yeah. Like, I watch that show probably three times a year, start to mm. finish. Nice. Because, again, you put, it's, it's four, 16 episodes. You put it in. You watch like three right there. You're like, okay, oh, I, I'm not doing it now. Obviously, I don't have time to do it at the moment because mm-hmm. my child can't watch TV. But as soon as she can, she'll watch Firefly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, it's just super easy, right? You start to finish is very easy. Then you have to throw the movie in. So, I'm starting to do that with Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Like I'm rewatching that. There's other shows I want to go back to, but like Lost, that's a big investment. Yeah. You, can't, mm-hmm. you can't watch like random episodes of that. No. Rob, you, you ever going to watch that show? Nope. <laughs> it's too right, much then. of a commitment. I wish I had. There are certain like X Files is a very good example of a show that if I had the time, I would love to sit down and watch the X Files. But I just the time will never come. Same thing with Lost. The time will never present itself. If just, I was just like not gonna at work for three years, I would watch Lost. That's the only way we can get you to watch that's, it. I think that's the only way. Huh. Okay. So we have to get you fired. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah, I mean, just, I just got to send a couple clips. I think I just got to send a couple clips from this podcast. No. <laughs> Didn't you say that bitch deserved it? <laughs> I might have. Yeah, I might have. All right. All right, last question. Bobby, you want to go first? Sure. Top favorite, Top five favorite shows of this decade. I don't, don't give think, me anything from 2009. I'm not. Don't worry about it. I'm going to give you exactly okay. what it is. Because if I could give you a top five, I'd start with Parks and Rec, but I'm not allowed to because that was 2009. Are you going to go five to one or are these not sequential? Non-sequential. 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 Can you I give think me, that's important. Can you, can you give me your favorite at least last? Um, I'll give you my favorite last. That's fine. <laughs> Fair enough. Um... I'll give you my favorite last. That's fine. I get. I don't think okay. it's going to be any like mind blowing shit in here, but we'll throw it in. Probably there anyway. not. Um. So we're gonna we'll start <laughs> off with the obvious, which is the Mandalorian, because as much as it's not like Whoa. blowing anybody's mind, it <laughs> is a big deal to me, and I appreciate the show and everything they're doing with the show and the production value to the show, the attention to the detail and the writing. And I know I may be in the minority in this thing, but I appreciate that show. So I'm going to give that just a, there's my Mandalorian bit. Uh, Game of, of Thrones. Of the decade. What? Of the decade. Wow. Okay. Right. Um, You got to put Game of Thrones in there because how don't you, if it was one show that actually got me to the TV at a specific time every week, it was Game of Thrones. Love it or hate it. It was just something, a journey that we all went through. How could it not be Game of Thrones? <laughs> it so was a journey we all went through. There. <laughs> um, Stranger Things from the heart again it becomes my reaction to it is different from everyone else's reaction to it it was something that I wanted in my life as a f- level of nostalgia being such a fan of the 80s it was a great story that first season like I get it and it may not have continued in its strength but 
it was something that not only did I watch, but I watched it with my kids, which was like the first real TV show that we all kind of hit on the same spot that wasn't a cartoon. So that was okay. kind of like, that was a nice little piece of that too. Um, okay. So as far as the peripheries, and again, take this one with a grain of salt because I'm in the middle of it. It is Peaky Blinders. I, re- I for some reason, I'm in love with the show right now. Um, again, I, I, I do see a decrease in the kind of emotional connection to a lot of the characters as the series goes on. It's funny because you really kind of see these guys come from like literally nothing and kind of bring it relatively quickly to a level of um, privilege. So it's hard to connect with the characters consistently as you go. But the first couple of seasons was so good that it really did kind of put you in there with them that I do appreciate it as it kind of continues. Plus it becomes like, I, as I tell my wife, it's like my stories. It's like this little, little family drama that happens. So I do mm-hmm. enjoy that. Um, and then the last one of the five is going to be Watchmen. Which I feel, and I know it's recent, so again, take it with a grain of salt because it's fresh in my brain. It became a... I was never a fan of the movie of Watchmen, the Zack Snyder version of it. Although it it has a couple of things in it that I do like. For the most part, I didn't like it. I love the comic book. I believe in the comic book. I I love that level of writing and what it was all about. And the movie didn't really do it justice, but the show really did. And I didn't expect it to. That was one of those things, like, I'll throw it on there because they're kind of doing it. I had no expectations. I didn't necessarily want to watch it. But shit, that show week after week was not only fantastic, but it was fairly loyal to the book. So that really became one of my favorite shows easily um, of recent history. Is that your number one? Oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> it's Game number, of Thrones. I was like, number Game of one? Thrones is going to be my number one. Game of Thrones yeah. is going to be my number one. But Watchmen is kind of up there. But again, I'm prejudiced because it's kind of fresh in my brain. <laughs> so you have two shows that premiered this year uh, that are your no, favorite of the I really, decade. I just gave you like from the heart. If you didn't hear no, it I'm, in the last I'm, 45 to a minute, 45 seconds to a minute of like all of this great shits. I, yeah, I dig it. I'm just saying. So, yeah, no. I'm going to say, yeah, without a doubt. So, again, because I live in the moment, I can't think 10 years ago. Are you fucking kidding? I can't remember yesterday. So, it's uh, like. Unless it's Star Wars. Unless it's Star Wars. <laughs> so, it is. That's. I'm sticking to my list. Perfect. Thank you. Craig? <laughs> uh, this one was tough because so many of my favorite shows that I watched during this decade actually started the previous decade. Um, Let me. Let me interrupt you real quick. Are yours going to be sequential? <laughs> Thanks, Greg. No. Give me your at least give me your number one last, please. Okay. okay. Or if you can think of it that way. <laughs> oh, um. So, uh, here they go. Um, Barry, the HBO show about a hitman turned actor, which I just okay. think is hilarious show and really fun. What they do with the show every episode. Um, Vikings, <laughs> Mindhunter, sorry, Ozark, and uh, Narcos slash Narcos Mexico, which I kind of considered like a continuation of the show, just with a time gap in it. Okay, yeah, and that's your number. Who? What's your number one? Narcos. Narcos is number one. I really like that show. <laughs> it's a lot of reading. 
A lot of reading. It is. It is. It's like more of a commitment than I normally make for shows. Usually if it's subtitles, I'm like, I can't, I can't do this while I'm working. I'm out. <laughs> like you got to lock in because you got to read it. Yes. No. And that's probably why it's my favorite because I, I actually like really hyper focused on it. So Game of Thrones does not make your top five. <sighs> no. I know. Wow. Yeah. That's surprising. Okay. Beth? All right. So um, I have six, so I'll throw one as, and I will go in order, but I'll throw one as honorable mention just because I came across it when I was looking up shows, and I, I love it. Minor, you're going to think I'm stupid, but um, Heart of Dixie, <laughs> the Rachel Wilson show. <laughs> That'll be my number six. Like I said, I noticed, you know how on my top 10 movies, all my stuff was from like, you know, the 90s, I've noticed all my TV shows are from, like, the early 2000s. So like, Because that's all not... you're still watching. You're not I watching know. anything that's, that's new. So it, was, it was hard to come up with. Okay, so I'll go in order. So uh, number five would be The Voice. And oh. actually, every single one of my top five all started in 2011. Um, number five is The Voice. Uh, number four, except this one. Actually, sorry, I'm wrong. This one's a newer show. Um. <laughs> And I just started watching the show a couple months ago, but I laugh every single episode. And that, that's Superstore. Okay. Um, number three will be Shameless. Um, number two is Game of Thrones. Wow. <laughs> and number one, <laughs> you're going to get so mad. It's Impractical <laughs> Jokers. Nah, man. Of the decade? No, no. Yeah, that's literally the show that I, every, it's literally on in the living room right now, every single day, and I've Look. seen every episode so many multiple times, but it's just, it's my favorite thing that's come out of this year, because it's freaking hilarious, and it, I laugh every time, it's so good. Beth, it's you so need to funny. watch some more shit. I know. There's I know a lot of stuff, anytime I ask you, you're like, never seen it. Never seen I it. I know. Never seen it. But I mean, but look, you guys have opened me up to a lot of shit this year, though. So I mean, I feel I watched like Firefly. On... I watched Game of Thrones. I watched uh, That's it. Stranger Things. <laughs> I feel like on TV, you're like, no, nah, I'm not. Like, we give you recommendations on the regular, and you're just like, meh. Yeah, I know. I I started Killing Eve. I'm all, I've I'm almost started. Done it's cumulatively like ten episodes for two seasons. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did finish season one. I just season two just like came out on um, it, Hulu, Beth. right? Yeah. I don't know. I watch it as it's live. Yeah. Whatever. Practical Jokers. Yeah, That's... man. Number one. Yeah, man. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, number five is Atlanta. <laughs> If you're not watching Atlanta, shame on you. Shame on which me. Which I know Jared is. Shame on you. Uh, number four is Game of Thrones. Number three is Godless. You, oh, nice. None of you fucks have watched that except for Gray, probably. It. Boom. So good, Rob. <laughs> so don't, good. don't roll your eyes. I, I you roll hate my westerns. eyes. I gave you the I haven't heard of this look. I, I know you hate westerns, but oh. it's fantastic. <laughs> my God. That's not interested. Uh, number two is Killing Eve. And number one is Vikings. It's Vikings. Nice. <laughs> uh, honorable mention to Fleabag, though, which I mm. very much enjoy. But it's, I mean, it's two seasons and it's like eight episodes all together. So I love it. But I mean, I don't know. I, f I feel like there's a, you get a lot of leeway when you're only making four episodes a season. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, uh, Rob, you've never heard of Godless? No. But I did hear of Fleabag. <laughs> and, um,. So, uh, like, I we, we I was talking to another, I was talking to an English teacher, and we're just kind of like BSing a little bit, and 
she was selling another teacher on Fleabag. And I was like, oh, well, like, tell me about it. And they're like, the show isn't for you. And I'm like, well, <laughs> like, why not? And they're like, it really, like, we're, we don't mean to be sexist, but it's really not for you. And I was like, oh, all right. So I'll just avoid the show. So ever since I mean, that men- moment of warning, I have not even, like, looked into it. Men can like Fleabag, but I would just say you're probably not going to like it. All right. That's fair. And not because you're a man, just because you're you. I'm me. I like, I have a very particular, I'm very comfortable with my level of taste, and it's some things aren't for me. Yeah, I don't think that one's for you, man. <laughs> Godless might be, though. Okay. What's it on? Uh, it is a Netflix, Netflix show. All right. Um, Jeff, Jeff Daniels is the bad guy. Okay. Uh, it is a Western about a city of only women because all of the men worked in the mine and the mine had an accident and all of the men essentially with the exception of a handful died. And there is a guy who used to run with Jeff Daniels gang who escapes, but gets shot. Like you don't know what happened. And he ends up in that town and it's all about Jeff Daniels group of men coming to get him at some point. So this group of women have to defend this town against Jeff Daniels cool. and his group. I am putting he's it on also my like, he's also like speak. a preacher. Yep. People think he's like a reverend, so he's got and he's got one arm. He's missing an arm. Cool. <laughs> you know what's weird is no one brought up. Um, I yeah, I'm listening, but I'm totally not hearing. Um, so no one brought up Westworld at all. Nah, fuck that show. Yeah, yeah. I guess I was really surprised. Yeah, I, I figured I'm not that a, would not a fan. up at one point or another. Yeah, it's not. I'm not in. I tried to watch it. It's another one of those shows that like nobody is likable. Yeah. And if I'm gonna invest time in a show. And see the characters every week. I gotta like some people, and West Westworld doesn't do it for me. Sure, sure. Beth, you tired over there? <laughs> Fuck, we're boring I you. Sleep last night. No, I'm just tired. <sighs> All right, guys, we're on. Uh, we're almost on two hours. You know yeah. what's a good show that I just started watching just for like a goof because someone <laughs> told me that it was great was the Kaminsky Method with um, Alan Arkin and Michael Douglas. I've actually I'm heard it's good, um, but I haven't seen it. Oh. <laughs> it's yeah, not it's been, I like, mean, nominated I, for I'm, stuff. Like. Yeah, it got nominated for a whole ton of shit. I watched like three episodes, and it was like, I mean, it's good, but it's like, fuck, it's old people. <laughs> I've never heard of that show, dude. Yeah. yeah never. Up, I, well, you didn't watch The Globes, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's how I heard about it. Uh, when I watched The Globes, mm-hmm. they were nominated. I watched The Globes? What are you talking about? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, watch this, I watch that shit every year. <laughs> It wasn't nominated this year, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Alan mm-hmm. Arkin was nominated. Michael Douglas was nominated. Huh? See that? I'm keeping you up with Are we sure? current events. Positive. Shit. Rob, you said yeah. someone told you to watch yeah, it. You're not saying I watched it. <laughs> no, I haven't just like stumbled upon it and been like, hey, I should really watch this. No, somebody told me to watch it. I don't know if I had fun in this podcast or I'm just really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to figure it out. I've, I've, I had fun because we, we don't do them that often anymore, just once a week. And I, I haven't talked to you guys in a while. But I don't know if, I'm, if Rob just is bugging me. Did I bug you? Today? <laughs> we literally haven't spoken human to human in like a month. Uh, a, I'm kidding. You didn't bug oh, me. Okay. I expect you just to do your own thing. That is not true. We talked... I mean, we text, but like... And the last pod, you were super annoyed by him too, right? Oh, <laughs> The Star wow. Wars one? <laughs> what was the one? Was that the Star the Wars Star one? Wars one. Oh, yeah, you were... Yeah, but you were annoyed with me for other reasons on that one. Which one was that? Was that the uh, pop culture Jedi, one? Jedi, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, it was, no, we did Jared the pop culture one after. 
No, but then we did a pop culture where Tyler wasn't on it, was he? Yeah, you guys did the pop culture one where you talked about the new Star Wars, but when you yeah. did the one, the full long form one. Oh, yeah, we, yeah. you said the last one and we were on Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Oh, you so were super pissed at me at that, that one. Yeah. yeah, you went into I wasn't that one pissed. Really I'm not pissed. No, you, no, you Hey, were... do you, how do you still, before we sign off here, sure. how do you feel? You still, you still all in on uh, Rise of Skywalker? I haven't seen it since. Um, and I'm. Um, uh, all in is like I'm still supportive of it, but I'm not, you know, like mm. screaming how amazing it was. I'm like I, I do need another watch, but I gotta tell you, that fucking like the the movie going experience was so negative to me that I have like no desire to see it in the theater. I'm kinda waiting for it to come out again on uh, like streaming. So we could like you know, bring this conversation back up again in like a month. But right. um, I'm in no like position to go back to the movie theater and actually watch this thing. Interesting. Yeah. All right. So, like I mentioned before, I love I get I get hate filled text from Tyler about how much he dislikes that movie, and <laughs> it's growing really? week it's, after it's week. Funny. Oh yeah, it makes me so happy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it makes me so uh, happy. Like I feel like we're bonding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. All right, guys. This was fun. Yeah. We're gonna was do a it? pop. I had fun. I missed everybody. <laughs> I'm very happy to be on. It is yeah. literally, it's 1139. I have to be up at five, but I'm like happy to talk to you guys. Man. What a trooper. Ooh, yeah. Just wear that shirt again. <laughs> yeah. Brighten up just, just go to sleep right now and just <laughs> yeah. wake up and just go to work. Yeah. It's too much. Too much purple for you guys. That's very purple. Hey, let me know when you get your Comic-Con. Hey, how about this? Yeah. If I buy, if I pay for your flight. Yeah. Will you come? Sure. I'll pitch in for that. Nice. No. What do you What do you mean? Sure, I'm being dead serious. Let me talk to my wife. <laughs> and now, see now that now that now the offer's changing. Like, oh, I'm I'm saying. I right tell you now, what. Yesterday, so second. yesterday it was a unusual warm spell in New York. So um, we all saw the text. Yeah, it was like 70 <laughs> degrees. I'm sitting outside with the dog drinking a beer, like staring at like melting snow, and nobody was home. So that's when we were discussing this whole like summer thing. So I'm like, shit, I'll wait for Heidi to get home and we'll just have a difficult conversation because I have like three beers of me. So I'm feeling pretty good. And then Heidi got home and I was just like, hi, sweetheart. Like it was like the last thing on my mind. So how I, I just don't I don't understand how it's a difficult conversation because it's my yeah. kid's birthday. Stay at home for her birthday and then come uh, out Friday night as we talked about. That'd be great. That's fine. But you have to take <laughs> off Monday. I told Oh, look how angry you get it. Look how frustrated and angry you get at me. <laughs> I, I told you I was taking Friday off. I told you I was taking Monday off. Okay. That's the same Comic-Con routine. I need Monday yeah, to recover. Yeah, we always need Monday oh, to yeah. recover. All right. All right. Son cool. of a bitch. That Problem hurts. solved. You're coming. All right. All right, guys. I had a lot of fun until this last three <laughs> minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're closing out the decade. I don't think we have anything else to talk about this de- this past decade. We did movies. We did TV. I think we're solid. So welcome to the 2020s. Hopefully it's better. I don't know. Can it be better in TV? TV was pretty good in the 2010s. It was pretty mm-hmm. solid. Unless you're Rob. He didn't watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch anything good, apparently. No. All right, guys. Uh, we'll do it again. Thank you for being on. Bye, guys. Thanks. All right, everyone. That is the Best of the Decade TV edition. Hope you enjoyed it. I know I had a lot of fun doing it. Thanks to Beth, Greg, and Rob for being on. As always, we ask for those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, tell a friend, tell a hundred friends. 
Also give us that rate and review on any of the platforms you're listening to us on. You can always give us a follow on Instagram at The Morning Geekdom or Facebook and Twitter at Morning Geekdom. Always shoot us an email if you want us to discuss something or have any have any thoughts on, on the show, uh, themorninggeekdom at gmail.com. And we will do it again next week. Shout out to Gary Oldman.